and we are live. Hey, Concrete. What's good, girl? Your mic sounds so clear, like you right up in my ear, crystal clear. I see you. <laughs> you know, I had to turn my gain up on a couple hoes last night, so oh, okay. you know that's where we at. It's still turned up. I hear you. I hear you. You loud and clear. <laughs> Coming through loud and clear. How's everything going? How's your week going? Um, not too bad. I am excited because. This is my last week. I get to let go of one of my jobs and um, I'm excited about that. So it's been a busy but productive week. No complaints, not insane like it was when I was doing wedding planning, um, but it's been a pretty good week. How about you? Girl, outside having to drag some ratchet bitches, oh. I've had a productive, fantastic week. I've been in the gym. Okay. Um, we're actually throwing some meat on the grill today. So yeah. I am super excited to get off the show. Okay. But, you know, I know it's going to be a good show, you know, to go take care of my husband, make listen. sure he's fed. Um, Baby, listen, but, you know, hmm. I understand that. Um, cook the hubby a burger and a sweet potato before i jump hop my tail on here just so i can get that out the way because you know mm -hmm. i'll be pulled in too many different directions but yeah you i understand that you definitely have to make time to take care of husband yes um, absolutely they yeah. wouldn't be waiting around for an hour waiting on me to get off a live stream so they can eat so they can figure out what's going on but yeah. you know how that goes you're gonna take care of yon but mm. before we get off into that um what's good what's tea i got a little bit of tea but what, what you got aside Girl. I want you to get to your tea first, but I do want to send a very, very special shout out to Uncle Stu, old yes. man on the block. Um, Uncle Stu, thank you so much for coming through. Uncle mm -hmm. Stu, um, you know what? It's about to get real crazy up in here. Mm -hmm. um, charge it to our heads and not our hearts. Yes. No, you can charge yes. it to my heart too today. Oh, I'm with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, because they want to come. But I'm gonna let you get off into your tea first. And but we got another super chat from MGTOW Universe and shout out to you. He yeah. says, See, Rose, you said you let go of one of your jobs. Do you work multiple jobs remotely too? Uh, no, um, my primary job, my career, I work remotely, but uh, my part time job that I picked up um, just to make a little few extra coins because assists likes to shop uh, a little too much. Um, I'm letting go of that. I haven't decided if it's going to be permanently, but for now, I'm letting it go. I need a break. Um, so no, um, not remotely. The only thing that I do remotely is my career as well as this my, my my passion my new my new my passion that i've discovered later in life mm, man that, that work <laughs> shout out to this messy ass b <laughs> oh my god he says just so you know danny i may troll at once in a while but I will not bring up Bomb Cherry saying your hubby was in her DMs. That's y'all's business. And for me to bring that up would be inappropriate. Anyway, have a good show, y'all. Oh, no worries. Didn't even let us get in the dough good, though. Like, why he so messy? 
no worries. We will definitely cover my husband leaving me for bomb cherry child. We're gonna have to cover that. That's that's breaking news. Grasshopper patience. Oh girl, these fools. Listen, um, not two jobs just to shop, one just to, to shop. And really and truly, it was um it was some benefits and perks that I was able to take advantage of since you asked. But let me get off into the tea. So have you seen in Fulton County that they've taken down YSL, Young Slime, whole entire gang, including Gunna and um, Young Thug, as well as I think 20 something other people. Um, mm. They're charging them like with, with RICO charges. They are um, they are alleging that they are affiliated with this young slime gang and there's a lot of gang activity and up to 50 people have been taken out as a result of this game and i'm like wait a minute i thought these was just rappers young thug wear nail polish he out here girl he is the hardest nigga out here wearing nail polish i mean he's got a really really girl he gets them them french tips and them black nails and they look so cute I really like want to know who his nail tech is. Things. I never would have guessed. Is this the new look of thugs? Like nail polish, tight jeans, lace shirts? Baby, and dresses. Don't forget about the dresses, baby. I forgot about the dress. Mm. I, you know what? I think where you get it confused is that most of us think that the LGBTQ men are kind of weak. Mm -hmm. And I think when they put on them dresses, they tap into their feminine power also. Mm -hmm. And so when he's able to tap into his feminine and masculine, mm -hmm. it's, it's, listen, it's, it's a wrap. Listen, <laughs> um, yeah, I just go, go ahead. I'm sorry. You want to read the super chat? Part? Yes. Shout out to Uncle Stu again. Thank you so much, Uncle Stu. He says laughing my butt off. Go for it. Uncle Stu. Trust me. I'm going. Um, yes. He says he's going live at 7 p.m. So we all good. My live will be short and simple. I am retired, so I don't have to work anymore. Mm -hmm. Blessings and praise God. Must be must be nice. Um, Uncle Stu, when you get done going live, come back over here because we're yeah, going to have us a show. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I just like and, you know, with, with Rico charges, like 85 percent of those cases, they 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 win them. Um, so there's a high success rate in those Rico charges. Typically with those type of charges, it takes years to build those cases because like they require so many steps because they're mm -hmm. literally it's racketeering. Like literally it's, you know, gang enterprise. So there is an extensive investigation and they typically have lots of pieces of evidence that they put together before they execute those warrants. So I don't know if they're going to be coming home, but I was just a little shocked and surprised to see that. Like, wait, what? Listen, they put all the lyrics, all the stuff that they've done in their yeah. lyrics. And, yeah. I heard, and I've heard that um, I've heard rumors and I'm not sure how true this is, but at one point, they were saying that Jay-Z was trying to do something to get um, them from using lyrics as evidence, but they're about to actually use this man's lyrics as his evidence. And he put everything into a song. He talking about <laughs> when he didn't kill them, how he didn't kill them, and he ain't going to get caught. And then the fool said he don't put it in the song, but actually sat there and rapped about it. So they're going to use that in court. Wow. Oh, well. Mm. Um. 
The thing is, though, I can understand like you using lyrics that, that you know, there's no evidence to tie into the lyrics, but to actually rap about your crimes is kind of foolish. But aside from that, um, I don't understand this. Like you guys literally have been able to amass success through your rap exactly. song, make millions of dollars and you won't leave the streets. Millions, alone. millions. Like, and, more. But, but you know more? what? You know what? This is the thing. I think that when you end up with a certain amount of money so fast and you haven't been prepared for that, people generally go back to the things that they know. So if you have been hood, you've been gang, you've been in gangs and you've been a part of that street life. You don't really know what to do when you get a whole bunch of money. So right. you don't really have like the business sense to go and invest, you know, like to go and invest or um, buy houses, buy properties. You don't really know what to do with all that money. Mm -hmm. So what you do, you go buy a bunch of chains, a bunch of watches, a bunch of cars that depreciate with value. You go and bust down all your jewelry, which yeah. jewelry also depreciates, some jewelry depreciates in value. Yeah. Um, and it everything is for show. And it's actually about having that credibility on the streets. Um, people get that money and they still want to be known in the streets and they don't want to be seen as the soft guy when they've amassed a certain amount of success. You know what this reminds me of? The Hispanic football player that was like still in the streets heavy and um, literally at the peak of his career, he played for Florida. Um, he was unaliving people and you know for for like Ooh. spilling drinks on him um hernandez what's his name um oh i don't know who you oh my gosh about. uh she aaron hernandez that's his name oh. aaron hernandez like he literally it was the same thing like he was from you know the streets but he literally was keeping gang ties and unaliving people even his partner like he shot him in the eye like literally and then he ended up you know taking his own life in an effort to prevent like the I charges from going forward and leaving money to his child's mother it's just it makes no sense i, I don't understand yeah um j joe i hope this is better um i actually had to turn my game down because honey um <laughs> she was not listen she, she came to play sorry about that yeah know. <laughs> But no, I, like I said, I just found it to be crazy that, you know, these men have been able to amass the level of success that they've been able to. And I understand that they come from the street, so they may not know about investments and stuff, but literally they have access to people who can, you know, teach them and or invest their money to so resources that, you know, lay people but don't think about it. Think about it. When you when you've heard all these horrible stories from the industry everybody talks about how they've gotten taken especially if they haven't been in the industry for a while most people end up in messed up contracts most people um i'm not gonna say end up back on their street life but a lot of people do end up broke because they do end up signing all these contracts where um they basically sign over their their life and their mm -hmm. voice and their you know they sign yeah. over a lot and don't even know what they're doing oh yeah um just for a, a $350,000 advance and most mm -hmm. people have never seen that type of money up front in their life and probably won't ever see it in their lifetime and when they end up with the, all that money 
and no no real guidance and you can't trust anybody that's actually in the industry because the industry is about getting paid the industry is like a money pit i where, understand that yeah. but it's it's not any worse like you certainly can't trust people on the streets like they gonna be plotting on you like if they ain't plotting on you you they dragging you down with them so Facts. i understand the hesitancy and speaking of which i saw that diddy is starting a new a new uh, record label, Who baby. Who in they right mind would sign up with Diddy? Listen, we didn't see so many of those. Everybody uh, comes back and be deals. like, Diddy took my money. Like everything. I mean, literally, they making three cents on a CD. Come on, Diddy. Stop well, playing. that's actually um pretty good because <sighs> a lot of people don't even make that. Listen. Um, you know, Master P was a hell of a businessman. Yeah. And they said that Master P would do like his own promotions. He he would go to the radio station. Oh yeah, um, he was selling CDs out the trunk of his car. Exactly. He was and independent. He, said he yeah. was doing that. Yeah. And so he was like the first one to really um shine some light, mm -hmm. a lot of light on that. But um even like old singers, I think they said like Ray Charles. Yeah, Motown. Um, hey, he first of all, he coupled him with Motown, which I didn't heard stories about Motown doing yep. people similar to what Diddy did. So go figure. But like it was from what I understand in sucker deals. Like I'm gonna tell you something, like people don't understand, like people do automatically assume my my cousin <laughs> dated and has a child with a rapper who he's not a major rapper, but definitely he was known when he was rapping. Um and you know beyond locally but um like a lot of times they don't make the back chat so i can know child I, uh, i'm gonna tell you what it is a lot of times they not making a lot of money like that that they make the most money on doing shows like that's how they would make their money like they did a ton of shows and that's how they were able to you know kind of amass any wealth that they were able to obtain because the record deals and the deals with the record labels they were on Lil john's record label and they wasn't making a ton of money off of that. So it's, you know, but like Young Thug, of course, we know he was making money. He I do believe Gunna, huh? Young Thug was making some money. Yeah, like Young Thug have money. So I, I just find it foolish for you to continue dealing with doing street stuff and you literally don't have to. It's, it's crazy. But anyway. <laughs> Shout Mixed. out to Mixed Universe. He says, Pookie, Ray Ray, and Light Skin Deshaun never had anything going on in their lives and certainly don't read <laughs> money doesn't change that wow um thank you so much for that big tell universe i, and I, I absolutely concur i agree too mm, yeah i agree i just found it interesting and i'm like wow this is pretty wild how foolish are these fools um yeah so i just i just wanted to bring that to light um wait you said you didn't have any tea I don't necessarily have tea, but I do have a nice little story for you guys. Okay. Wait, is it relating to our topic? Um, no, not really. Oh. Um, just some things that happened over the last day or two. Um, yeah, the last relating few to days. what we were talking about. Huh? Relating to what we were talking about? Earlier, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Before you do that, let me just bring up one more quick, it's going to be a real quick thing. And then, because we can segue from that right on into the topic, baby. Mm. Um, just real quick. Um, I know we're tired of this story, but for some reason, Megan. I'm so fascinated by it. <laughs> Megan, Megan, and Tori. So, Maybe they said that she had glass. It was yes. glass. 
the doctor testified saying that she had a wound from stepping on glass. Like, I, you cannot make this up. And people been dragging, to, fem, black women, let me be specific. Mm. Black women been dragging the heck out of Tory Lanez for how long, you know, calling him a woman abuser, yeah. talking, about, talking sideways about Believe the all victims, uh, right? And literally the doctor the doctor testified that she stepped, even Megan doubling down on it on Gail King. Ma'am, like you, you lied, <laughs> you know? It's just annoying to me that like people can spin a lie, this type of lie on a black man and assassinate their character. And do you think that it's gonna affect Megan's fan base? Not at all, because Megan makes music for bad bitches. <sighs> bad bitches do whatever the fuck they want, Listen, and yep. they're able to get away with whatever because they're a bad bitch. As long Daddy. as she's making thought music and she's saying fuck Tory Lanez and mm -hmm. fuck these black men, and she's she gets to do whatever she wants. Wow, I, I think that's wrong. Like I think it's wrong. I think it's tantamount to you know called saying someone sexually assaulted you and they didn't. Like you literally assassinated this man character, really and truly. I'm gonna but say there's no penalties for that. Um, we just saw that with Chris Brown. Yeah. Um, they said something like that uh, as far as Trey Songs was concerned. Um, um I have been well heard. with one with one yeah, from okay, okay. <laughs> cuz he got he got a, he got a slew of them I'm not even I'm not I'm not going to hold you like I'm not like challenge well I am challenging black men <laughs> I'm challenging y'all to do better as it relates to um filing charges on these women like don't just let it go if somebody falsely accuses Snitch you on a bitch you, like to the full extent of the law and I know black men ain't really rocking with law enforcement like that I get that but like we got to stop letting these chicks get away with murder because I'm sure Tory Lanez like he could file suit on her for slander like literally she but you know what um I'm always under the guise of when I look at Hollywood and the industry, I'm always like, who's who's getting paid off and mm -hmm. how how that how does that work um, when they get paid off story switch up people change um, people disappear, whatever. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm just gonna wait till the full story comes out. I'm not. Right, yeah, you're right. Because it's been so many twists and turns with this story. Exactly. I found it very shocking. Not shocking. I was kind of like, wow. Okay, so this is very interesting that the doctor is saying that she had wounds from yeah. glass. glass. What? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there. Like I said, I don't want to spend too much time on it because we have talked about it multiple times and we're going to keep talking about know, it. <laughs> until we figure out what really happened. But I did want to give that little update. Yeah. Shout out to big man 917. He says, I like that collab she did with Moneybag Yo um, called All That. Don't I've never know. heard it. <laughs> Me either. But, I you know, I did have a music. song that I think I should have played um, right. for this show today. Um, have you guys ever heard of Down in the DM? It goes Down in the DM by um, <laughs> Yo Gotti. Did. Uh, definitely know the song. That's from my era. Um, definitely know Down in the DM. It goes down in the DM. Um, yes. Shout out to MGTOW Universe. He says men do that and then her family and your family will be begging 
for for you to take the high road it doesn't work they may even resort to violence mm. um you are yeah. absolutely it's right it's a communal thing it's a communal issue yeah i don't know how much they gonna resort to violence no, Come no, on, but we will be like for, you know people will make light of the situation and then expect you because you're a man to to just get over it no, right right no, that, now that is me. absolutely true that's yeah. absolutely true they yeah. will expect a man to just get over it and mm -hmm. to ignore it because you guys don't have any feelings and yeah you don't have a soul we get it allegedly allegedly mm -hmm. um shout out to dane c he says danielle and concrete hey hey ladies what's good hey, Dane? what's goody yes well, tell us about your little story I'm, I'm interested to hear it you said you had a song that you would have liked to play down in the dm what's that about tell us let me see if i can pull up Do the share. song child because don't get us flagged let me see let me see if i can just pull up the instrumental honey i don't want okay. any just a little problems. snippet a little snippet yeah yeah because it goes down in the dms you mm. know what i'm saying that's what they say that's what i hear it goes down in the dm that's what she said girl she said uh, it, it looked goes... like b heard the same thing listen i think b did hear it honey. <laughs> uh, I, I i think uh yeah let's see let's mm -hmm. see about sharing it a little bit honey Can you hear that concrete? I can. Dang, it don't sound the same without the, without the word. But I yeah. can hear it. Mm, mm, mm. That's mm. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw it too, girl. I saw it too, <laughs> Tyler, that whole. Like, <laughs> real quick. Come on, come on. You got it. I started the freestyle on. I ain't drunk enough yet, girl. You know. Okay. Tell us what you're referring to when you say it goes down in the DM. What's tea? Girl, Curlin has been sitting around here DMing fat, sloppy, Ooh. light skin hoes. Ooh. And he happened to hop up in a big fat sloppy nasty disgusting <laughs> pussy selling hoe yeah. that's here on youtube named oh. bomb cherry right oh interesting so let's let's rewind it though mm -hmm. the other day curlin and i were sitting together enjoying a delicious meal that i prepared and curlin said hmm Babe, I just got a message saying that somebody is trying to um, replicate my account, right? Mm -hmm. So he says, oh, I said, they trying to replicate your account. And the name was Cullen Middleton. It was on Instagram. And he said, oh, babe, go and block this account. I said, okay. So I went and blocked his account from both of my Instagram pages, not blocked it, but I reported it. Um, he also reported it. He took a screenshot of the account mm -hmm. and he sent it out to everyone. He, mm -hmm. no, excuse me. He posted it on Facebook. I saw he it. posted it on um, Instagram and also on Twitter. And he said, everybody go and report this account right mm -hmm. so account reported 
Now, me, concrete, you know, I don't bother anybody. When I say I'm on my business for the most part, child, I'm going to be up in people business, but I ain't going to be up in people business because I got shit to do. I got a household to run. I got a husband to feed that he ain't got to wait a motherfucking hour to eat, bitch. Mm -hmm. But let's go. So I'm chilling, you know. I'm minding my business. I'm up in GMT's chat. I don't know what he was talking about. I think he was talking with some Kevin Samuel stuff. And so somebody named Inky Dion say, Bomb Cherry looking for you, girl. <laughs> oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Bomb Cherry's looking for me. What I do? So I go and I listen in on, on Bomb Cherry's panel. And Bomb say, with these eyes married now looking ass bitches. Ooh, these bitches think now. that because they got married, they think oh. they better than everybody else. Oh, hmm. <laughs> I go in her chat and I'm like, bitch, what's good? I don't bother you. Um, I tried to get up on her panel several times and finally she did let me up on her panel and I did go in on that raggedy ass bitch. I did. Um, But it was the fact that so I get on her panel and she no and I'm in the chat and and she like yeah bitch your man wanted me bitch yeah bitch. I'm like my man would never fuck with you. She said bitch I got the screenshot I got the DM to prove it. Ooh. I'm like, pull it up then, ho. Oh. Let me see the DM. Mm. She got proof so, that broke her limb was trying to add her? Baby, oh, she said she had the proof. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me see the fucking proof, bitch. Now, I'm going to tell y'all something about me. And this may come as a shocker. It may not come as a shocker because I am mm-hmm. y'all. I'm your featured mammy. I'm I'm, I'm the, man, the manosphere featuring Mammy George. Whatever the fuck y'all want to say. Mm. Me and my husband is me and my husband. You bitches could never, ever, 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 ever tell me shit about mine. I don't give a fuck what you got. You can't come tell me shit about mine. Bitch, when you in a solid relationship, when you in a solid relationship, can't no outside forces enter in and tell me shit about who the fuck I sleep with every night, you raggedy ass bitch. Ooh, ooh. You can never, ever, mm. ever come tell me shit about mine. I heard that. Definitely okay. did. I feel the same exact way. <laughs> I'm not even going to question it. I ain't even going to him. Listen. Crap because bitch, I know. If he was in your DM, bitch, and he was trying to buy some pussy from your ass, bitch, you probably <laughs> needed the money, ho. <laughs> mm. You probably need the money, ho. We heard you had money troubles, ho. Mm. we heard you had money problems bitch that's what we heard Mm -hmm. okay so i'm like pull up the messages pull them up let me see let me see what you got so she goes to the messages of course it's from the dummy account of course it's from the account that has already been reported and she was over there. Yeah, bitch. I could have took your husband, bitch. Now, Curlin, oh, wow. Curlin would come on YouTube and Curlin is a cool, laid back guy. Curlin don't like a lot of drama. Curlin likes to relax. Curlin likes to chill. Curlin don't want to do a lot of nothing. Not not concerning this shit. We got shit, but we got shit going on in real life, bitch. Like real life, bitch. Like we got dates and trips and um events and double dates and and children and school plays and shit like that to handle like real parents like a real family and shit that's what we do okay so 
I, you know, I had to go pick up my kids, so I wasn't able to get to her. You know, so when I finally was able to get to her, yeah, bitch, your husband wanted me, bitch. Yeah, you, you, you mad cause your husband wanted me, bitch. And I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like, bomb. No, ma'am. But what made me, what it made me realize is, bomb has been selling pussy for over thirty five years. 50 years bomb has been hustling that <laughs> pussy out in the years. street i've been selling that pussy century? for a long time half a century though <laughs> listen bomb been selling pussy longer than we've been alive <laughs> and i can understand why she would be so upset because now she herself said you know um bitch i got all kind of messages in my inbox bitch she said bitch niggas be inboxing me bitch bitch niggas won't bomb niggas won't bomb they don't want your old fat ugly ass you managed to get curling i don't know how you managed to get him but curling want me i could have fucked him a long time ago that's what this fat bitch said now i'm sitting there thinking to myself and i said damn and i had to look and i'm sitting around i'm looking i'm thinking i'm like god damn I said, you mean to tell me he skipped over all the fine helpers on this on this platform. Mm -hmm. He just skipped over the Trinity time travels. He didn't skipped over let's troll. He didn't skip, all he of didn't skipped overnight to go to bar. <laughs> Ooh, wee. Okay. He didn't okay. skipped over every five bitch to get the bump. <laughs> Listen. Listen. So I went up there. We didn't really have a discussion outside of her calling me all kinds of apes and gorillas with her albino whale looking ass. Um, she talked all this shit just to be flat out wrong, but it made me realize something. It made me realize something. It made me realize how much of a provider that I have that I'm with, that I am married to. I am married to a motherfucking provider. I am married to a motherfucking man, bitch. What I realized was this bitch has to still sit around and sell that ratchy ass pussy all <laughs> over the goddamn internet because she ain't got no motherfucking provider at home. Oh, Where is your provider at, bitch? I know you was happy to see my man up in your inbox. What you thought was my man, you ratchet ass hoe. Right. I know you was happy because you thought you had somebody that was willing to come in and take care of a couple bills, bitch. Make you sit down. You could retire from selling pussy, bitch. I know that's what you had in your head, ho. I know. Bitch. Bitches be so excited to have somebody to think they're going to cause dissension between a motherfucking union, bitch. Bitch. Mm, mm, mm. What a tragedy. Mm. What a tragedy. And then to come to find out that it wasn't curling. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> bitch, you ain't have had nobody. You, know. you had an African had, scammer, she, bitch. She had one up on you. She thought she she thought she had one Girl, up on you. Girl, she really thought she had the ups you, on me. She really thought she was going, oh, bitch, yeah, curling was in my DM. You yeah. mean to tell me that he skipped over all the fine bitches on, and, that he worked with, that we see out in town, mm -hmm. other bitches that he didn't see on YouTube, I mean, yeah. other he bitches he didn't see on Facebook, Instagram, women, to come women. to a fat, old, sloppy, selling pussy ass bitch that's been <laughs> selling pussy for 50 years. <laughs> bitch you playing with me don't Listen. play with me mm. don't play with okay. me okay well you cooking mm -hmm. with grease <laughs> yes. but 
you know, what it made me realize, mm-hmm. what it made me realize is that we, when you deal with an old ratchet, sloppy ass bitch like that, and that's miserable, you know, and then she had a miserable gang up there. You had Koja Malik up there, some bitch named Boom Boom up there. Oh my God, you bitch, you think that you got this good husband and your, hu- your husband gonna leave you and your husband gonna dog your ass out. You can't never put your trust in a dick. You can't never trust a man. Ooh. You can't never trust you bitter ass, old sloppy ratchet assholes. No wonder you motherfuckers ain't got nothing worth nothing. And the no, bitch that's married ain't got nothing worth nothing either. Cause now, now keep in mind, her husband came home while she was in the middle of all this shit. Her husband had been home a whole a whole motherfucking hour. Mm-hmm. A whole hour. A whole hour. You know what she continued to do? What? She didn't get off the internet. Mm-hmm. She continued to talk about me and mine. My husband was well fed, well fucked. Well mm. taken care of, mm. bitch. Okay. Well taken care of. She ain't get mm. off on. She ain't get off the internet to go see about her motherfucking husband to make some of that ratchet ass slop that that bitch be cooking on <laughs> whenever the fuck she cook. Cause every time we see her, every time we see him, he eating McDonald's, Burger King, Crystals, uh, rallies, goddamn checkers, Wawas. The bitch mm. almost got got divorced over a fucking sandwich. Bitch, let me know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's what she was be. She, as opposed to getting her ratchet ass off the internet and taking care of her fucking husband that she's been married to for 32 years, that she said that ain't never cheated on her, that she (laughs) said, now that I'm I'm almost certain that the man got another family because the man, the man came in and she, you you hungry, babe? And he was like, no, I don't want that slop today, bitch. I'm still hungry though. But but the bitch was supposed to have, you know what? Let me shut this down. Let me take care of my man. Let me see what my man got going on. Let my man is a motherfucking priority. Mm -hmm. I don't put anybody over my motherfucking man, bitch. Nobody. If my man came right now and told me to shut this motherfucker down, it's shut. I'm not afraid to admit that my man, I'm submissive to my man, but we know who's submissive and who's the dominant one in their relationship. We know that she's yearning for a fucking provider. We know Mm -hmm. she tired of selling pussy. We know she tired. We know she worn out. We know she is. But as opposed to getting off the internet and going to take care of her man, this bitch talking about how my man was, my man was in her DMs Mm. and how she could have took my man and how sexy and fine my man is. How good looking my man is. And how she got all these niggas. Listen. Eyeing him. Eyeing him, wanting him, couldn't do nothing with it, bitch. She was happy when she seen that message. Baby, when I say that fat ass bitch jump for joy, did you feel the earthquake yesterday? <laughs> you know, oh, listen. I felt the earthquake yesterday. That bitch was jumping so hard up and down, bitch. That bitch was excited that she actually thought that she had my man in her motherfucking messages. She was excited. Mm. That bitch did a she she I ain't gonna say she did a backflip. That bitch rolled over. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go that bitch far. rolled over. Let me let me back up a little bit. Ooh. So Danny 
gave y'all a pre i'm gonna let her cool down just for a hot second gave y'all a prelude to what she heard yesterday and bomb making a stream about us titled eyes mary the stream stemmed from literally us calling out other black women for desecrating a, a black man's grave for pissing on his grave and we're talking figuratively because clearly you know he hasn't been buried yet to my knowledge um literally mad at us because we have a problem with black women celebrating not black women being indifferent um danny sent me the link yesterday i click on the stream i hear her talking about that man calling him everything but a child of god talking about his sexuality talking about how he really liked to be bent over all of these disgusting despicable things mm. literally in the very same boat with the women that we spoke out against so you mad because you are one of the very women that's desecrating this man's grave you literally are married to a black man have two black sons and for you to be mm. able to publicly disrespect even though you have a very 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 small audience of three to five people but for you to be able to get on a public platform and disrespect this man in death the way that you did like you know that you in the same boat and literally to be completely honest this is not the first time that she's taking shots at us and, not the first you know, time at all and, and this is the we, thing we kind of let it rock we said a little something, mm. something because she disagreed with us having jen on and jen making comments about black hair she was asked a question about black hair and responded in kind she has two black daughters i consider jen to be uh, um, a black woman or to be a woman of color. She, her, her dad is black. Her dad is black Hispanic. So whatever you, you know, do with that information with you, what you will. But bomb found, got into a tizzy about it and went on her stream and started, you know, berating us the way that she does. And we said a little something, something, but really and truly we let it go. But the disrespect has to stop. Like mom, you know, you ain't bullying us. I get that you were part of the viper pit. You the two. No, she's not viper pit anymore. No, she's was. not. Okay. You yeah. came into this space being a part of the Viper Pit, and I don't know what woman would align herself with something Ooh. called a Viper Pit. I don't know what woman of good uh, character whoa, whoa, would whoa, do whoa. We actually wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, okay. wait a minute. We got some Viper Pit in the chat. I'm saying what woman of character oh. is going to align yourself with something called I, the Viper Pit. In, in, a, in essence, to me, what that means is you're doing snake activities. If you oh. want to be a snake, that's that's on you. However, like we're not going to continue to sit back and be like, oh, okay, well, she's an elder. Oh, okay, well, you know, she's much older than us. Oh, okay, well, she has a lot of wealth of experience in this area, i.e. marriage. Um, she's been on this platform making content for a very long time. Like, kind of like, uh, you know, we we not about to come at her we not coming hard at her we not disrespecting right. her like what say what now you get to go on your platform and disrespect us because we're defending a black man and saying that black women should not be um celebrating his death and you think that we not supposed to say nothing we're not supposed to have a defense in response to that i don't give a damn if you almost old as my mama like you don't get to come for me in my marriage you've literally been married dang near as long as i've been born and i don't find that you have a valid marriage like you you you, you may lay in the same house as somebody at night, but I, I'm not giving you praise for the fact that you've been married for 32 years. For you to throw it up that you feel just because we just got married as if like that invalidates. She said it don't even count, baby. Thing. That's what she said. She, oh, y'all just got married. That don't even count. But, like that, but being married what? to somebody for 32 years and literally selling your tail from IG to back Listen, page, listen like, if me and Curling, if me and Curling got divorced tomorrow, girl, if me and listen. got me and Curling got divorced tomorrow, 
my husband has done more for me in this first mm. year of marriage than her husband and did for her in 32 whole years of marriage. That's what I'm Bitch, saying. Sit down. It makes no sense. Like you don't have more of a leg to stand on because you can say that you've been married despite the fact that you are publicly disrespecting your husband by showing your tail, showing by, by, by bending over, by you know, cooking on live with see-through clothes on, by doing all the things that you do, by literally talking about how you want to divorce your husband on a public platform. Over a sandwich. Baby, the amount of respect that you have for your husband is nil. It's zero. Literally, it doesn't even compare to the respect that I have for mine. So don't come for my marriage. Don't come for me. Don't come for my children. Don't come for my situation. I don't give a damn what you got going on over there. You ain't even a thought in my mind. So for you to literally crank up a live stream and talk about us like we dogs because we said something that you disagree with is crap. Like, and we not, it's, it's all gloves off at this point. We're not going to continue to sit by and have reverence and respect for you when you damn sure don't even have respect for yourself, let alone us. This is the thing. And, and even when we had got into that first little thing, you know, I actually had felt bad because I'm like, you know what? This is an old bitch. I don't really go at old bitches. I will generally back off. I don't bother anybody like that. Um, and I'm like, you're welcome to have your opinion people who have my opinion or even if they disagree you're allowed to come over here and disagree with our opinion right. we try to have a respectful conversation and respectful dialogue but if we sitting over here and we have our opinion and then you coming for our next you're coming for our personal life you coming for my husband and then to tell me that my husband wanted your ratchet ass <sighs> no girl yeah, no. I mean, at some point, and like, and, and then you know what I think. What I think, where a fat bitch gets it confused, where a fat sloppy bitch gets it confused at, an albino whale gets it confused at, mm -hmm. is that I am nice. I don't try to get into too much conflict, mm -hmm. even when people have come at me. No, nah, you got it. You know what? Okay, I got you. I ain't gonna say nothing to you. You don't say nothing to me. Well, I apologize. Mm -hmm. I just like to be in peace. I am a peaceful person. But a bitch sitting over there talking about my husband and her DMs and you calling me all kind of dumb bitches and hoes and calling me dirty foot like your motherfucking ass ain't still out here selling pussy. Bitch, you trying to sell something to Curly. Curly don't want your raggedy ass pussy bum. I promise you he don't. And, you know, it's a shame because then I'm really sitting there listening to her message. Bomb sitting over here still selling pussy with a husband that mm -hmm. can't be a that can't possibly be a provider because when her need her nudes was leaked all over the fucking internet, Bomb was the first motherfucker to sit there and tell you that she was embarrassed about it. Why when they leaked her nudes that she posted all over the net. Bomb's pussy is wide as all get out. Say, she already got pictures of herself naked in the buff on all kind of public sites. Why she all get lose? out. That's not as fake as the Ray J. Kim K. Uh, video. Exactly. Tape. I, I off, uh, but, but she said that she was embarrassed about that. Then yeah. she was literally telling a story today about how she had told a man to get in some panties and he put on her panties because oh, he wow. just wanted to be near her. And, this wow. and I'm sitting there and I'm like so then she goes on to say well I never call my man my best friend and you know I've had guy friends but I don't really be friends 
for guys because I just know that they just want to fuck. But I have a male best friend. Now, this is what the fuck came out of her mouth. She said, I got a male best friend and I can go and tell him all my bullshit because I can't go and tell my man. And ladies, if you have a man and you have fucked a thousand niggas you don't ever tell your man that you done fucked a thousand niggas but this is the type of shit that's coming out of her mouth so you literally leading women down the wrong path like literally and that's what we gonna leading talk about women path. down the wrong path this is the talk. but this is the thing she will sit here and tell you to hold yourself out she'll tell you that you don't need a husband that you can take care of yourself meanwhile every time you turn around this bitch got divorced on her motherfucking profile wow. she want to be divorced wow. she say she want to she's been saying the off and on that. that she's wanted to be divorced off and but on we supposed to revere her marriage like you've been married for 32 mm. years but study constantly talking about how you want a divorce baby like literally your marriage is certainly not no more valid than mine your marriage, because baby, divorce ain't even on the mind. Like you, your marriage definitely is not more valid than either of ours. You literally talking about divorcing your husband publicly. What ma'am? She make has talked sense. about divorcing her husband publicly. Wow. And and then, you know, well, me and my husband, my husband ain't my best friend. I, you know, I got a male best friend that knows me and Mark. And then, you know, I could go talk to my best friend, but I can't even go to my husband. So then I'm really sitting up there and I'm listening and I'm looking at the shit. And I'm like, so you actually go and confide in motherfuckers outside of your goddamn relationship yeah. as opposed to talking to your husband. But then, you know, I sit there and I say, you know, well, the bitch been married for 32 years. I can't take that away from her. Wouldn't take that away from her. She been married for 32 years. But then I could tell you who run her motherfucking marriage. That man came in the house just want that man wanted a goddamn home cooked meal. This bitch couldn't get off live for fucking 45 minutes to go cook that man a goddamn home cooked meal. That mm. man been out slaving and working all goddamn day. She said, fuck you. We ain't got, I don't have to cook no more. And she told me, she said, bitch, if you was a bitch like me, you wouldn't have to worry about cooking because my <laughs> pussy is so good that I can just sit around and I don't have to cook for this nigga this yeah. nigga ain't worth a, this nigga ain't even worth a hot meal no. i get why you wanted my man to be in your dms bitch my Who man worth a hot meal that? hoe my Who man worth a hot meal that? two hot meals 20 hot meals a week bitch mm. my man worth that bitch if my man told me to get off the motherfucking internet right now hoe i'm okay. out yeah bitch. You know. Let's read the super chats real quick <laughs> so, let me read the super chats okay a shout out to my motherfucking husband that part hey daddy <laughs> he says when i tell y'all i got a good laugh off that bullshit yesterday listen mm. baby me and curlin was up in the middle of the <laughs> night laughing at bomb ass when i say we had us a good laugh <laughs> curlin baby you done officially made it to sex simple <laughs> You a sex yes, symbol, baby. You got the ladies going crazy over you. Bitch, I'll fight y'all over him. <laughs> you better tell them. Shout out to Mar Mahogany Roots and MJ. Hey, Mahogany. She says, woo, child. Baby, Bomb been campaigning. Bomb been campaigning. I ain't nobody been bothering Bomb. Girl, she had did another last thing. I ignored it. I, you know, let Bomb do what Bomb gonna do. Bitch, don't you ever in your fucking life. In your fucking life. Don't do that. Shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, Sister George, you see how hateful and disingenuous these ratchet, stupid ass, genetically modified GMF 
are when you are on your purpose. Now, this GMF is making one of those disingenuous videos about Kevin. Mm -hmm. Um, you're you're gonna expect to be expect to see it. Yeah. You know, this was far from over. Yeah, far from over. Um, shout out to Karan. He says, listening to this ish is getting me hot and bothered. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. Y'all, wow. Yeah, very. Um, shout out to Eugene Steele again. He says, these genetically modified female content creators will come as you come at you if you are doing well authentic transparent this shit happens all the time well she didn't campaign for it long enough yeah. nobody was messing yeah, with her she's been all. on a campaign long enough we tired yeah mm. shout out to mr curlin hey daddy again he says i've said that home can't be happy that home can't be happy that math ain't mathing them wheels ain't spinning and that food ain't tasting right something in the water ain't clean well if the bitch sat over there and actually seasoned her fucking food and watched how long this shit was it wouldn't turn out like slop mr bomb tired of eating slop he tired <laughs> bitch wouldn't even get off the internet long enough to fix her fucking man a meal and you talking about mine won't you bitch mine like to eat at home ho mm. shout out to J. Joe. he says side note y'all need to watch the business why a woman's age matters he thoroughly explains why men typically avoid women over 35 um, we definitely want you to chime in on it because we're going to talk about it momentarily yes absolutely and shout out to the ants Thai social socialite podcast. I swear to God, I love singing. <laughs> um, she's thank you so much for the super sticker. We definitely, definitely thank appreciate you. you. And it's one more. There we go. Shout out to TSI, baby, the sexual intellectual, honey. <laughs> um, we really appreciate it, <laughs> honey. Um, yeah, look at this, but Kevin Kelly. This is the thing. I really did think that bomb has some wisdom because most people don't generally make it to 32 years of marriage without any. And I wanted to revere her in that. But when you go and look and, and see her platform and how many people that she tries to antagonize and bully. Yeah, that's just miserable. It's not going to happen. She didn't call me all kind of apes and gorillas yesterday and then claim she won a colorist. And wow. I'm like, you know what? If you didn't pay for my marriage and then you didn't call me all up out my name. Mm -hmm. The gloves are off. Do what you do. Make sure you know when you what, shoot. Mm -hmm. I've never revered her marriage or her relationship. Like I am a person who just because you have a certain length of time, like I don't fall into the whole, the trap of, of the, the societal trap of, you know, somebody being married. So they're having more value or somebody being married for extended periods of time. When you display something that differs from what I see, what I believe to be a valuable marriage and valuable relationship, like I, I I'm not revering what you have. Like I'm not revering what's someone has when I can clearly Google their name and new images show up of them when they don't seem to have any respect or regard for their partner. Like when they're, you know, shaking it and popping it and, and, and flipping it in front of their grandson while they cooking him breakfast. Like I assist, I, I can't revere that. Like I can't, I can't hold that in high esteem. I, I, I just can't. Uh Oh, black wizard. Welcome back. Hey, <laughs> All it took was a little drama. 
He says, he Sister George, stop seat. signing up for your own torture. That means that I would actually have to leave YouTube because <laughs> being here, oh, you know, um, we catch it from both sides. So every, you know, every time we turn around, we're going to catch it from the men, you know, yeah. because we're part of the sisterhood, quote unquote. Allegedly. And the sisterhood is going to come, come on, uh, come at us. But yeah. the whole thing is we wanted to have a balanced platform so we big girls but you know, you know I, ain't, I ain't gonna do nothing because y'all ass out and go eat with my husband while i got him i do you know because he's leaving me i do want to tie tie this in so literally like 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 we said like i said a, a bit ago um the reason that she came at us is because you know we felt that it's disrespectful and call and said as much that it's disrespectful for black women to celebrate the death of a black man who has done nothing to them personally who has not affected the black community in a negative way and we spoke on it at length and not neither of us are apologetic about that but you know as it relates to that literally i, I knew when we made the stream that we were standing on what we had to say 10 toes down on it this is how how we feel that we would get some flack but literally to attack people's union attack people's family you know you know go after people's husbands and make the negative comments that she made that she took it she took it to an, a whole nother level and that that ties into also literally i understand why black men are not signing up to fight for and protect black women because us as black women we're not even free to speak freely we're not nope. even free to speak in defense of black men so if you speak in defense of your damn self and something happens to you literally women are going to black women are going to throw a party and and, and we have pissed off the sisterhood by saying that we disagree with their behavior they literally have said that you're speaking out against the sisterhood and as a result of that we coming for you and everything that that you value um but like you know i i can understand black men not wanting to stand up and protect women who who behave in this manner because we've been subjected to some of the same things by speaking out and defending black men now we do get the sisterhood comments from black men but we never get denigrated and degraded to the degree that black women take it to when we say something that they facts. don't facts um now i'm not gonna sit over here and say that i haven't had any issues with the guys here um because i have had some issues here and there in between but the whole factor of the matter is if i am a woman with my opinion and you have your opinion why the fuck are you over here? Mind your fucking business or go go somewhere else that you don't have to see my opinion because it, and then, you know, she said that I was irrelevant. And my question is, why do you keep listening to irrelevant bitches? Bitches, I run you. Bitch, I run you. If we are relevant, why are you making a whole stream about us though? Because like, we run you that bitch. are giving us relevancy. How stupid does that sound? You're irrelevant, but I'm going to make a stream about what you did. And I've made multiple streams about y'all, but y'all are relevant. That means that exactly. you're more irrelevant than us because you're exactly. using us for, um, for, for clicks and views. Exactly. And nobody's telling, you know, I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. Matter of fact, we gonna cash out bum because we want her to take a night off from hoeing. We don't want her to sell her pussy tonight. So we gonna sit her to cash out tonight. We gonna help her out. We for black women. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I find it problematic. And the thing is, relating to the topic as well, that Sorry. we have seen. <laughs> 
a number of people that, you know, question whether or not we're qualified to speak on certain things, what qualifies us to be wives and what qualifies us above other black women, what makes us so distinct, uh, you know, questioning whether or not we have a place in certain conversations or if we can say certain things, expecting us to literally be humble or have humility as it relates to our relationship and how we value it and not speak on it otherwise it's a problem and i refuse i damn sure refuse i'm not going to humble myself i'm not going to act like i don't have something uh meaning within me that i don't have a certain value um that that is that differs clearly from a lot of black women like you know we've had women ask well you know you're no different than me as a black woman middle age overweight, uh, single mother, all the things. So, you know, if y'all can get a husband, then I should be able to. Well, do it. Yeah. You know, no and, one's and, stopping and, you. And, but, and what we, but what we do know, we do know what statistics say. We know what statistics say. The numbers say something different. Mm-hmm. The numbers say something different. The numbers say that we aren't getting married like everybody else. Marriage is all the way down across the board, but black women are still at the lowest. And when it comes down to your survival, and you know what? I heard Black Ram somebody say that um, Kevin's Kevin's message should should go right along. You know, and he didn't mean that in a disrespectful way. Like it should continue or it should no, it should, it should cease. Um, that his message should cease because women don't care. Mm. They don't care about dying alone. They don't care about being in poverty. They don't care about family. They don't care how their children are raised. They're focused on their own survival. And I can't make you want it for yourself. I can't make black women want want it for themselves. Um, when you talk about the importance of marriage and having a man in the household, I can give y'all a prime example. I'm going to read these super chats and then I'll get off into a little story. Shout out to Karan. He says, I Googled and didn't see what I typed. <laughs> Karan, you really over there searching. Um, yeah. Um, I can't help you. I don't know exactly what to Google, but I found them with ease. So look right. on a couple other sites. Um, shout out to Uncle Stu. I am back. Thank you so much, Uncle Stu. Um, so I'll tell y'all a, a quick story. Um, and this is something that's going on personally within my home. My child was with me. Um, me and his father hadn't been together since my son was six months old. And so when Curlin and I got together, of course, you know, we're a family now and we're a family unit. Um, my son, uh, is prescribed a time to use to be able to play his PlayStation. Um, he can play his PlayStation from 645 to 845 um, during the weekdays and during, during the weekends, he pretty much gets free reign, but we try to limit it because we, if you know the effects of social media on your children, then you know you know what's up, right? Um, come to find out, my son has been on the goddamn PlayStation um, under a guest account when he knew better. And me as a woman, I am generally trying to save my son. I'm trying to save my son from experiencing any pain. And I'm not saying that, you know, um, other women will won't do anything different. But I'm saying like one of the main reasons that my son definitely needed a man in the house or needed to live with his father. And that's not an option right now. But 
my son needed a man in the house because there are certain things as a woman that I am going to do to coddle my son. I don't like punishing my son. I hate doing it. Um, Curlin is much more of a disciplinarian and he's um, more apt to stick to it. And I'm not saying that I'm a horrible parent or anything, but when it comes down to certain things like that, that's not my strong suit, but I needed somebody to help me out with that and to come in and to be able to do that. And, you know, we're able to, to execute those types of things in better manners. Um, our children are very smart. Uh, my son is a, a full B student. My son has been on the honor roll this whole year, but when it comes down to having men in the home and men being able to enforce that discipline and we teaching, we're teaching our son um, respect and how discipline, discipline and respect and how to obey the rules and what to do. That's important. That's important. Families are important. Families are the backbone of our communities. Family is your access to wealth. Family is a better way to another society, which is why we advocate for it so hard. Black people in general are on the bottom of the total pole financially. Black women, we're, we are doing our things as far as education and opening up businesses, but families still take you to the next level and that's where we need to be at. I advocate for families. Um, and so that's one of the main arguments that, you know, as far, especially with women in discipline, men are needed in the home. Um, my son is smart. He's a handsome child. He's a very handsome child. He's very charismatic. He'll get over on any damn thing. And I'm one of those type of women that, oh, well, you know, um, he don't really deserve that much punishment because, you know, uh, and I'll justify the shit in my head. And, you know, um, luckily I'm under the leadership and guidance that, you know, no, babe, he needs this. And I'm, the thing when you're loved and you're taken care of by a man and you're with somebody that you can actually trust and believe in, they will tell you things and you can you can trust that. I can't he came Curlin came from great stock. Curlin has excellent parents. I love them to death. And I just felt like that was important. Um, I agree with you. I, I absolutely think that it's important to have a man in the home and um a man that is not to not afraid to show up and lead and guide the family um, and one that understands that the success or failure of the family falls on him. And as a result, he does everything in his power to make sure that the family as a whole, as a unit, does succeed. So I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. And I, I think that um, when we haven't seen examples of that, a lot of people are so quick to diminish that. And I'm not saying that bad things don't happen in two parent households, but your child absolutely positively have much more of a chance of being successful when the father is there, when you're in a two parent household. Now we don't know. Um, they do say that single fathers raise better children, but we don't know the, the outcomes of that because there's not enough data to support that yeah. right now. But you know, it's like um, when you when you when I really thought about it, when I really thought about it and understand and having to take some accountability for my own for my own style of parenting and where I lacked at as mm -hmm. a parent, um, then to have somebody to support me and back me up in that 
That's a very big deal. And, uh, you know, I hate how we diminish that in our community. I agree. Afro-Indio, why, why would we do that when we have eligible black men, um, successful black men, black loving black men who are capable, uh, that are capable, why would we decide to date out and start families with different races of men. Um, there are black men that are capable of fathering children in an excellent manner. So um, that yeah. for me- And there was evidence to support that black men make the best fathers. Black yeah. men are the most involved fathers. Most active, most involved, yep. Yep. Um, shout out to Naima. She says, congrats Aww. on your marriage country. Thank you, Naima. Appreciate you, boo. <laughs> Shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, my message to you and all other content creators who resonate with me, if you want to continue Kevin's legacy, just keep doing what you are doing. Um, Eugene, I'll say this. Um, Concrete and I are interested in building our own legacy for what we've created. Um, we, we thought Kevin had some great messages. While we didn't agree with him on everything, we want to create our own legacy and do what we want to do. Um, with our platform, but we do support a lot of his messaging. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, shout out to the Haitian. He oh. says, shout out to you guys. I'm pleasantly surprised, Rose. You still my boo, respectfully. Thank you, the Haitian. <laughs> Definitely appreciate you. Thank you for the support. Yes. Um, was that it? Yep, that was it. Yeah. Um, so we do want to talk about um leftover women mm -hmm. um i wanted to bring up that bomb cherry stuff because bomb cherry will say that concrete and i will be leading women down the wrong path oh. and that we don't know anything about relationships or marriages because we don't have the experience and she would be correct in us not having um and me not even concrete and me not having a certain type of experience because i don't but concrete has definitely been in a long-term relationship mm -hmm. um with her people so yeah. i still feel that uh, bomb will sit here and tell you how much you can hold yourself out how you don't have to tell a man your number, how you can develop certain mentalities and still be able to keep your man. Mm -hmm. But bomb won't tell you what bomb won't tell you is how many times she's got on here and tried to and say that she's divorced from her man and, and, and talked about how much hoeing she's done and mm -hmm. how many niggas inboxes that she's been in. And, she still stays she still knows that that is a sense of security she mm -hmm. still knows that she wouldn't be able to run out and get another mark if she wanted yeah, to she knows that she that will sit here and tell you that you are strong and powerful and that you don't need a nigga for shit but you yeah. know you know what she said that at home with hers but oh, you know okay. what the interesting thing about that is that um how is it that bomb can um invalidate you know the level of experience that you come with or the you know question level of experience that i come with and you know have a, a say that we're leading women astray because we're not qualified to speak on certain things yet give women messaging that literally will set them up for failure literally setting up expectations for women to be with a certain caliber of men that ain't the caliber of man that I would ever tolerate. Um, I'm, I am very attracted 
attracted to very strong masculine leaders. I'm not attracted to the type of man that would even be okay with me doing half the things that Bomb Cherry does. So literally, false she's setting this false expectation up for women to think that in a marriage, you can do all the things that she's doing. And we wonder why our marriage rates are so low. We wonder why Black men are running into nothing but women who promote and have adopted city girl culture because you have elderly women like Bomb Cherry that's pushing this, this dangerous messaging and women thinking that I should be able to have my cake and eat it too. That's exactly what she's doing. That's exactly what she's doing. And if, if, if city girl culture was so great, if she was able to get another man just like that, if she, now child, she says she can get curly just like that. Child, I want to see it. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, child. Mm -hmm. But if she was able to do it and it was just that easy, she wouldn't have been in her relationship for 32 years. Marriage mm -hmm. is hard. Then there were some women up on her panel yesterday. I don't get on, on the internet and advertise all my marital business because it's none of your fucking business what me and my husband do. I feel like I actually tell too much now. Mm -hmm. But... Um, me and Curlin live a decent life. I'm happy. He's happy. And then you have women that will sit there and tell you, well, don't get comfortable in being happy, bitch. You're going to be miserable down the line, bitch. Then you're going to get divorced, bitch. You don't know why you're getting so happy now. The nigga going to leave you. You're fat. You're ugly. When I say they sounded like I sounded like it was on a color purple or something. Wow. God damn. Wow. The whole thing is, it, it like I said, and I'll tell y'all again, if Curlin divorced my black ass today, Curlin didn't did enough. Mm -hmm. If Curlin left me today, Curlin didn't did enough. And to be completely honest, that ain't even a thought in my head. To be it's like, not. Anything could I mean, no, 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 I'm not saying that it is in yours, but anything could happen. Anything could happen. But like the, the I, I believe in like the power of, I believe that it's, um, the power of of, of um, manifestation. Um, your thoughts have are very powerful. So I don't think about that type of stuff. But I also am very. First of all. I like my husband. Like, I like him. I like talking to him. We have great conversation. We have an awesome connection. We, I'm always learning from him. So I actually enjoy his company. I actually do like him. I'm not trying to avoid him by being on the internet for 16 hours out of the day and, mm. you know, being annoyed by him whenever he's around. So mm. like, I think that that is a part that's, that sets a good foundation, actually liking the person that you are in relationship with. And and right. fortunately for me, I, I like them. <laughs> right, right. And and so, like I said, you know, you'll have somebody trying to preach a, preach a message and cause dissension in you and your relationship. Bitch, my mama was married. Bitch, my grandma was married. Bitch, my, I, yeah, everybody, oh my, my, my daddy's oh my, married. Yeah, listen, that's, yeah. Ain't nobody didn't ever told me, married. any married person ain't never told me that marriage was easy. I didn't get married at 22, bitch, I'm 42. Mm -hmm. I'm 42 years old. I got married at 41 years old. Mm -hmm. I'm not a naive young girl that thinks that it's always going right. to be ma roses and butterflies, bitch. Exactly. Marriage is fucking work. Totally. When I first got on here, when we Curlin and I first got married, and I stopped telling y'all a lot of stuff because it ain't your fucking business, but yeah. 
marriage is a lot of work it is you have to cook and clean and and manage and shut the fuck up even when you don't want to and um get somewhere and sit your ass down even if you don't want to if you if you were a good man i'm trying if you got respect for your husband i had to shut up yesterday morning i was like Mm. oh god (laughs) like let me just shut up because uh uh like you literally do and that's a part i'm gonna tell you something but picking and choosing and and bomb would probably take the attitude of why would i shut up i'm gonna say what i got to say like who wants to cause that type of dissension between their partner when it's unnecessary when it's something small and minor when it's something that you know you don't even have to speak on so like literally using your discernment you can say uh this ain't even something worth speaking on okay babe you got it you know and, and and just move on but you know she doesn't have that type of mentality she doesn't have that type attitude no she has that type of mentality when she off the net like i said she'll get on this internet and talk all this big bad bold shit and then go lay back in the bed with her husband that's what she does because to me i don't know maybe i just have a different type of husband like disrespecting him publicly is going to garner Mm. a worse response than like respecting him privately like he like you know you're gonna respect me publicly did we miss some super chats did you read the ones that we had above uh yeah uncle Stu, i see um uncle Stu says i was a single father and oh, a husband and he wants us to drop the link we're gonna be dropping the link in just a few minutes uh i think that was it uh, yeah i am so sorry i straight missed that no 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 i think that was it i don't know and then we got one more from pablo okay yeah um, shout out to Pablo. He says you should distance yourself from people who speak negatively about your marriage. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Bomb has proved that she is not for women time after time after time after time. Every time you turn around, she's going at some woman over her opinion. And like I said, um, Bomb will sit over here and tell you to hold yourself out while she go. She now I I don't know if she's allowed to hold herself out with her husband, but from the sounds of it. From the shit that she was talking about that goes down in her DMs, it sounds like she's allowed to hold herself out, but she'll sit there and tell you, and you're a man, most men won't tolerate that most men won't allow you to do a lot of shit. Most men want you to themselves, especially mm-hmm. if you're married and you it know comes what? with marriage. You know what though? Um, also too, like. I think that bomb and, and we have a lot of women who will say they're all about black the black woman, black woman empowerment. They're all about elevating black women, celebrating black women, but they'll tear down they're quick to tear down a black woman who does not agree with their talking points, who has a dissenting point of view, who defends black men, who loves black men, who, who uh, you know, fights for black men. Like, how dare you? You are not a part of the sisterhood. You everything but a child of God will talk to you like you are the scum of the earth. Talk to you like you hurt their child. Like, make it make sense. So you only about certain black women. You will only empower certain black women, black women who follow your messaging, but black women who have their own mind and own thought processes and can formulate their own opinions about things. Oh, I ain't riding for y'all. As a matter of fact, I'm coming for y'all. Yeah. Make that make sense. It's, it's make real it make foolish. sense. Make it's that real- make sense. 
I mean, mm. Bob is like an ain't he? Like, you are too old to be on the internet doing half the things that you're doing. You literally should be pouring positivity into people. And even those who, like, I have never seen a, a, a bomb do a broadcast about something positive. Like whenever I, and maybe that's because I don't, I don't subscribe to her channel and don't really watch what she's doing. But whenever I hear about bomb doing something, it always has negativity attached to it. Facts. Always. Um, she doesn't have a positive message for women. She's always trying to keep up shit in her old age. Every mm -hmm. time you turn around, she's involved in some drama and bullshit. And it's like, uh, girl, go sell them pussy and plates. Um, yes. But don't nobody want the leftover spaghetti, bitch. Like, mm -hmm. leave us alone. Yeah. And it's like, we can sit over here and do our content. We don't have... Now, you know, I'm probably the more... I'm the one that's going to keep up shit. I know. I know who I am in life. But even then, it's like, I be... I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm trying to manage sure. my household and my home. This man just passed away and you actually have women wanting to dance on this man's grave. Mm -hmm. You have women that are so disrespectful to this man. You have men that say that they love black men and still uphold messages from the fucking sisterhood that said that stepping on this man is okay. That's yes, not okay. And and and, uh, and yeah, I agree. And, and we're not apologetic about, like I said, our defense of, um, you know, Kevin Samuels. Like, like we said, it's a lot of stuff that Kevin has said that I vehemently disagree with. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll go to the ends of the earth, being like hell to the no 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 no. But at the same time, I, I I do not find it appropriate to to celebrate his death. And that comes from being raised the way that I am, and just my moral compass. Like I said, I don't find it appropriate to celebrate anyone's death. I'm not, you know, I wouldn't find it appropriate to celebrate, you know, somebody who I completely disagree with every one of their talking points. I wouldn't be celebrating their death, the death of a black man who has done nothing to harm the community, who has done nothing to me personally. I, I'm not Facts. celebrating that shit. No. Absolutely. But, um, I do. Absolutely. I know. Um, let me go ahead and I'll read this super chat. And then if we want to go ahead and play the stream so we can go ahead and open it up, because I know you got to eat, too. Mm. Um, but John Doe, he says, I wonder how many of the women who take Bomb Cherry's toxic advice is actually married. Um, that's a good question. Uh, I, I wonder th too. This is the whole thing, too. Um, people will say because you just got married that you may have a distorted view of marriage and of men. I was raised probably, listen, I don't have a distorted view of marriage. Um, my man is good to me and I'm good to my man. We're going to be good to each other until we can't be. Um, and that's our business to worry about. For a bitch to sit there and speak negatively and to, and to speak death into my marriage, that bitch told me I wasn't going to be married but for five years. Wow. What kind of woman says that to another wow. woman that's supposed to be for women and that especially that's supposed to be for black women? I don't give a fuck what my, my messaging is or who I listen to or what I, what I talk about. If you're saying that you're for black women and you're saying that you're for black people and you're saying that you love black people, then you're going to try to speak love into them unless it's disciplinary yeah um what bomb tries to do bomb is a miserable old bitch who does not have anything um worth anything worthy she doesn't even respect her own man mm -hmm. she wouldn't even get off the internet to fix that man something to eat as opposed to sit yeah. there and arguing with me when my man had ate 
she wouldn't even no. get off the internet. She wanted to continue to fuss and fight. And mm -hmm. then when you really sit there and look at it, you're that excited to see that you really thought that my husband would be in your DMs and you was that excited. You was excited. Like when I say when I say that fat fuck was twerking all over the goddamn net yesterday, she was twerking my ass off. And it was like, girl, for what? Um and then yeah. you know to to want to publicly put it on display like aha bitch you ain't shit because your man was over here in my dms she wouldn't give a fuck about what kind of pain that that would cause me right right you right but it's more so we do more hurting each other that than part. we than we do in uplifting each other That's she wanted to hurt me with that and at the same time you know people are always expecting like okay you know what i mean we, we, we carry ourselves as women and you know embody femininity and like but at the same time um if you if you um strike i'm gonna go strike back like and don't tell me that i'm not feminine or less feminine or less whatever because i strike back as a result of you striking me so you know it is what it is but in that regard like i do think that you know that's problematic and i i'm not with the whole michelle obama approach uh when you go low i'm gonna go to hell with you because like what what do i look like you know i i i i always try to operate with the um, notion in mind that I'm not just representing myself, I'm also representing my husband too. But at the same time, I already know, like he like, okay, you ain't no punk, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I'm definitely not going to let somebody walk all over me, but at the same time, you know, I have in mind that, you know, I, I'm representing him, but I'm also defending him to the death of me, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Um, shout out to Tamika. She says, I love hearing black women talk about how much they love Aww. and respect their husbands. Thank and you. we definitely love and respect our husbands. Absolutely. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, everybody. So people try to put fear into everybody else about relationships you hear oh well the woman could leave you um oh she gonna leave you and she gonna take half and then they won't even dis uh account for the things that the woman has added to the home mm -hmm. um men will sit there and act like women don't pay bills or like women have never paid bills and want that woman to be penniless because the they're hurt life. right so and, and then mm -hmm. to hear it on the opposite side well girl he gonna leave you you ain't attractive enough to keep him and if you yeah. married an attractive man then you should expect for him to do dot 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 you don't know what the what kind of expectations you know i have in my marriage the you interesting thing that's true the in interesting thing is i see so many women celebrating and defending and publicly loving on men of other races so many black women like that's the new thing that's the new phenomenon like literally on my social media sites i'm seeing so many women promoting this interracial love um mindset just like we've had someone in our comments promote it um but you don't see a ton i don't see a ton of or i'm seeing less and less um people promoting black love and black healthy relationships and literally you know speaking lovingly about about their black male partners and you know the things that they do and how much they love and appreciate them and defending them and you know i personally want to see more of that and i will yes. always be an example of that because i love mine that part and there's nothing wrong with that i don't know who has put into our heads as a people that you're not going to experience pain right 
you're going to experience pain. It's life. It's life. You're going to experience pain. Nothing's going to be perfect, but it's not always going to be fucked up. People want to paint pictures of marriages. You know, I was listening to Ramil's stream earlier today, and I heard so many men talking down on marriage has barely even had a fucking girlfriend. You don't even know. You don't know what that's like. I can't lie, though. Like, I can't listen to Ramil's show. I can't listen to a bomb show. Like, it's too much negativity. Like, that type of stuff is literally, uh, like, my energy absorbs that. I'm an empath. I cannot listen to all that negativity. And, like, literally, it's like they've never in their lives encountered a good Black woman. Just like I talked about the lack of Black women on my timeline promoting love for their Black male partners. Like, spaces like Ramil's space and always dark dogging out black women and they ain't nothing but hoes and bitches and all that. I can't like that affects my entire energy and it's just triggering to me. So I've learned to stay away from spaces like that as I've learned to stay away from spaces like bombs. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm going to have to do a better job. I'm not going to say that it necessarily all the way affects my psyche right. um, because uh, you know, so I'm, I'm always like somebody got to fight the good fight, but yeah. um, it was just like, listening to all of that and then actually having black women telling me that um you know uh speaking death Mm -hmm. into my marriage and speaking death into me and my husband and our union Mm -hmm. it it was just something like wow you bitches are really disgusting um but like you said we're not the michelle obama's honey it's not gonna be when they go low we go high Mm -hmm. no you go low and we gonna take it straight to hell yeah. And that's okay. Um, sometimes in this lifetime, you're going to have to fight. Life is not going to always be butterflies, rainbows, and sunshine. Sometimes yeah. a little rain going to come with it. Some bumps and bruises going to be along the way. Bitch, I was well prepped. Well prepped and well prepared by strong black women who were actually in marriages. So, yeah. whatever. Um, shout out to the Haitian. He says, here's a little something extra Thank for the security you. fund because the feds is coming for y'all. <laughs> they coming. They coming. Listen, we're going to have to watch our back. Um, shout out to Uncle Stu. He says, okay, ladies, I got to go. We'll catch you later. Thank you, Dang, Uncle Stu. Uncle Stu, we was going to open it up. Yeah, we're going to open it up. Um, you ready to get off into the video? We'll just do a quick breakdown of it. and um, Listen, and, 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 and this is the thing. Listen. So... Not only did she say that she was going to be in my husband's inbox and, you know, I told her to send her pee pics. We would sell them on the net. She just, I am my husband talking about hi, big daddy. Oh, no. Are you serious? She trying it. She's trying it. Like this, that's intentional. Like she, now she, she trying to trigger you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, no, she didn't. Uh, Bomb, we want you to send a video. I would go live. I see. She tried it. Scandalous. Bomb, I would air you all over this YouTube. I would air you all over the YouTube stream. Wow. <laughs> send the video, baby. Please send the video. I'm begging you. Wow. Send the video. I will air your ignorant ass out. A disrespect. 
I would air you out. I would air you out. I promise you I will. It's not a threat. It's a promise. I promise you I will. I don't give a fuck about having no YouTube account. Whatever, whatever, baby. I got, um, I'm on my way to three monetized channels. Three Mm -hmm. of them. Try me. Child. Um, you just want to open it up because um, at this point, child, yeah, we can open it up, child, because um, yeah, let's let's go ahead. And yeah, but that that's the shit that we're dealing with when you're talking about leftovers. This is the leftovers. This mm-hmm. the woman that should have been left over, but some man thought that she was so kind and decided to deal with her. No, she should have been left over. I think she was a freak and put it on them. And you know, sometimes or bomb is from Louisiana, baby. Let me tell you something. She, she from Louisiana. I'm from Mississippi, bitch. Let's but I'm go. Saying to say she probably put a root on that man. Ain't no telling how she got him. Well, I hope you she know. ain't playing around. I hope she'll never try it with me. Listen. I hope she don't never try it with me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's not gonna be a good thing at all. Shout out to Karan. He says, seen the massa challenge. Uh I heard like little like roundabouts, but Ooh, I never I, tried to investigate to that. see what it was. Oh my gosh, I saw it. Don't don't even check it out. It's despicable. Yeah, um, bomb. We gonna post you on our community tab. Bay, go on and post on the community tab and show <laughs> what she is, what, how she in that inbox. Do that. So oh when the disrespect God. is warranted, now, mm, mm-hmm. let me calm down because that, that almost triggered me, girl. Listen, I can imagine. <laughs> let me tell you something. That's the one thing I'm gonna tell you. Every now and then, my husband will be in the chat. I'm so glad. Don't nobody know, baby, because I'll be ready to fight. Don't don't play with that. One. Listen, um. But, you know, when you dealing with a ratchet bitch, a ratchet bitch who isn't happy at home, this is the type of behavior they will display. This is the type of shit that they're trying to get other women to engage in. They Mm -hmm. want other women to be disrespectful to other women and their men and their marriages. And this is the type of shit that she's pushing. We see you. Wow. Um, a shout out to Jay the Conqueror. He says, What did obese Cherry do now? <laughs> that yeah, bitch ain't did nothing but be the most disrespectful bitch that she knows how. We know did. that bitch ain't never had no home training and no real mm. respect for black women. Mm-hmm. Look at her behavior. Look at her behavior. Wow. Anywho. Hey, big truck, what's going on? What's good, big truck? All right, good evening, ladies. How yeah, are you? you know, um, as far as Bomb Cherry goes, I used to argue with her on here, but the, the reality is, it's like there's nothing to really worry about. She's not doing any real numbers. She's got like less than 171,000 views at best. Um, I think it's like 170 something, right? Yeah. Nobody's listening to her. I've seen her uh, demographics because every now and then I look up people's demographics to mm-hmm. see who they're reaching. She's not reaching young women. She's re- all. Have you looked at her panels? When she goes live, have you looked at her panels and seen the people on there? Yeah, they're about all, two yeah, people. all post walls. It's like the only time that any, you know, the problem is what she would do. The only she would come on like Platinum's channel when I'd be on it, and and I'd have to hear her bullshit for hours and hours. She's talking about oh she knew every guy and fucked all these guys and everything, and I'm like, is nobody gonna call her out on this bullshit? And and the thing about it is, it, it was it was just like listening to one of those mental patients who's demented like in one of those uh, nursing homes 
And you know how they, they rant and rave and shit about when they were a child and when they were younger and all the shit they did? And I swear to God, it, it was it was just ridiculous listening to it, but nobody called out on it. So for y'all to defend Kevin Samuels and for anybody to be stupid enough to try to uh, to continue to attack him, I'm like, they're just mad because his message was like so much bigger than theirs and theirs will never be that big, you know? Kevin Samuels had real demographics. He he had girls from like b- below 18 up. I mean, he had real demographics all the way up to in their freaking 70s and 80s listening to his shit. So my thing is, it's like, you know, it's just a wasted energy, honestly, because I knew she was crazy a long time ago. I Every now and then I peeked in on her channel and listened to her talking. And I was like, I you know what? Hey, listen. If people if people listen whatever they want, but it was just ridiculous to me. Yeah, I've never. I mean, I've seen bits and pieces of her streams and streams where you know she cooking and twerking and clean uh, cleaning and twerking and you know and or streams where she's being messy and attacking somebody, which is you know a lot of the content that I've seen of hers. So I, I've never sat through a full stream or even a half a stream because I, I can't. Now, as for your question, are you guys leftover women? I think yeah. it's important to understand that. That See, the thing about it is Kevin Samuels introduced most of us, well, I shouldn't say us, most Americans to that term because mm-hmm. that's been a thing in China for, for decades. Yeah. And yeah. the thing about it is China has a bigger issue. Their issue is that they had that one-child policy for so long that it created a huge imbalance between men and women. So Mm -hmm. there was even more pressure to make sure that uh, girls were marrying. But the other problem was they had these girls going to school and trying to compete for, um, you know, educations and and careers and everything, which basically took them out of the households. Mm -hmm. So most of these dudes didn't really want to marry them. So uh, they have a big issue, like uh, divorces increase. Basically, school is ruining these women. Uh, divorces increased yeah. over there. A lot of the guys can't find women. So what they mm-hmm. do is they go to Philippines, they go to Japan, they go to Korea, and they get wives out of these other countries because any any of them that have the ability to do that have money. And they have the ability to travel. They've got the money to bring these women back. Mostly they go to like the Philippines, but the problem with the Philippines is the women are dark-skinned. So what they'll do is they go to Korea, uh, Singapore, and China. But um, yeah. As far as, you know, the, the whole leftover woman thing, you know, I'm pretty sure liberal feminism hates that term. They want to get rid of it just like they wanted to get rid of Kevin Samuels. But that term ain't going nowhere because that's not even from our culture. That's from- let, me, let me actually add to that real quick, because sure. we didn't even speak on it. And we were going to just play the quick clip of Kevin and where he talked about that in the beginning of a stream that he did like a couple of weeks ago. But essentially what Kevin was saying is that for the U.S., women who are 30 to 35 and older, women who are, you know, you're an adjustable six or you're, you know, somewhat attractive and, you know, um, you're... Um, you're attractive and you're, you know, 35 or older, unmarried, that you are essentially leftovers and men will question like, what's wrong with you? Now, when I looked into 
the term of leftover woman, I did, it did come up that in China, like for women who are over the age of 27, they're considered leftover women. And it's, uh, it is a, uh, something that was created to essentially kind of shame women to minimize the number of women who are single and, you know, unmarried. And, you know, uh, from my understanding, a lot of the single unmarried women are going for a particular demographic of Asian men who are, you know, high earners. And, um, you know, it's causing a, a major problem in China. But I did pose a question for us and it was more of a were we because clearly now we're both um, married, but kind of were we the as opposed to are we were we the leftovers that Kevin Samuel spoke about and just kind of like our take on whether or not, you know, we think that his comments apply to us. Uh, I know for me personally, I don't think it's come. I, I don't accept that. I don't. I don't feel that I was the leftover woman that I would fit into that category. Mainly because I was in a relationship for 15 years with my ex. I was single literally for two years. I've always had men uh, be able to appreciate and see and acknowledge the value that I bring to a relationship. Uh, we were engaged. Um, I w was with my ex for a few years, and then you know we became engaged and then married. So I personally don't think that I fit into that category. Um, I've always been in these long-term relationships, uh, but even for those women who do feel like they fit into that category, that doesn't mean that all is lost. I think that it should just be um, something that you are aware of. And if marriage is something that you desire, that you look internally to see if there is something about you that you need to modify, that you to also make sure that you're doing the work, that you expect any man that you meet that is marriageable to do um, as well. So, well, but, but one, well, but here's the, here's the thing again, let the whole term and the whole idea about leftover women ultimately comes from the fact that they focus on forcing women to marry young, right? Mm -hmm. Here in America, we've lost that a long time ago because obviously mm -hmm. this system is determined to keep women in school and keep them taking out loans. So this way, oh, you get a college degree? Okay, well, now you got to get a master's. Oh, you got a master's? Oh, well, nobody's going to respect you unless you get a, a doctorate, right? Yeah. So the crazy thing about it is what what and and keep in mind, I've lived in China. I mean, I really lived there. It wasn't no vacation. I was there in school. I was there for over two years. And the crazy thing about it is, we have put off childbirth until later so that we make more money and so that we, you know, are able to afford a better living when we have children. But the thing about it is when we have children, we're focused on having two or possibly three or more children. China had a one-child policy, and they were focused on making their women marry young. And it can be argued that, you know, China was always paternalist uh, or patriarchy. Like, you remember Chinese foot binding, where if they wanted women to have small feet, they would basically bind up yep, their feet and shit. absolutely. So, yeah, mm -hmm. okay, there was a lot of sexist shit that they would do, and we can always agree on that. But my thing is, no matter what age you married, you were only expected to have one kid by law. Now China understands that they've created a gender imbalance. They've tried to reverse it. They've gone and said, okay, you know what? We want you to have three children because they understand that their population is aging out. I have a, I have yeah. a Chinese friend over there right now. She's like approaching 40, leftover, mm -hmm. and the thing about it is not married, living in an apartment with her mom. Her father died a couple of years ago. 
And, you know, I've tried running these things by her. And I'm like, well, what are you doing? Like, I basically, you know, talked to her. I'd be like, well, what are you doing? Are you looking for a man? Are you not looking? Mm -hmm. You know, she's just living up in her apartment, aging out with her mom. And she's going to die up in that apartment alone, just like her mom. And China also bought, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Kevin Samuels bought out that uh, thing that was happening in Japan, uh, the Kodakoshi death, where these people were dying alone in these apartments because Mm -hmm. they just had no life. So when you look at Kevin Samuel's message, a lot of this stuff he was really getting from other cultures and he was pulling that in and talking to us saying, yeah, don't let this be you. Now, as far as you guys go, you're not leftovers because y'all already had your relationships. Y'all already had. I I agree. Uh, I know BJ was saying he had a broad, broad definition of it, but literally he was talking about women who literally put their education and careers before marriage. Like that has never been me. So his definition was a bit more specific than the general one that I initially stated, but he had some specific things that would not apply to me. So uh, therefore, like I, we don't fall. I don't fall into that category. I've never ever prioritized career above, you know, and, and education above family. So um, it doesn't really apply to me. Yeah, his message was really incompatible to the current or modern black woman or even black man. The the message was incompatible. But the problem was because he brought it up and because. He said it. Everybody jumped on it. Oh, you're calling us leftover women. Yeah. But the thing about it is, despite the fact that he didn't make that up, he got it from another culture. Technically, it's really incompatible with us because all of us are waiting beyond 20s in order to start having families. That's, so that's true. The only ones of us who aren't are Jews and Hispanics for the most but part. He didn't use 20s him. as his metrics. He said 35. Well, well, my thing is, well, 30, see, 35, obviously, from a biological standpoint, that puts the woman more at risk of a geriatric pregnancy, which is part of the reason why they wanted people reproducing as young as possible, partly because they need, see, you got to understand, the Chinese have this all together. When they get older, they take care of their grandkids while yeah. their children go to work. Mm-hmm. And when they age out, when they're getting ready near death, the the wife quits working mm-hmm. and the wife takes care of the grandparents, all four of them. Mm-hmm. And, the, and they live off of the husband's salary. And then all of the money from the grandparents goes to the couple. They give them a house. I've had Chinese friends. I've gone to their weddings. They, their parents, they literally give them their first house debt free. Because it's not that they're just giving them the house. They had that house in their in their assets. And they give them a house. They give them enough wedding money to get them started debt-free. And they're always going to be ahead of us because they have a plan to keep that money in the family. Our money doesn't have the trajectory. But when it comes to this whole leftover woman thing, that's, a, that's happening because more and more of these women in China are choosing to go to these schools and they're ending up staying in school. And by the way, they get their PhDs before they're even 30 years old. Most of these women, like they go to school every single day of the week. They get well, their PhDs yeah. on average well, here's before the thing, they're though. 25. Well, well, here's the thing, though. Well, whose fault is that? Well, that it's not necessarily. Wait, 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 whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa. I, I, I'm, I'm going to pass the mic because I know you want to talk. Um, <laughs> but my only thing is that is kind of our fault for allowing ourselves to fall into this debt system where it's basically uh, school to college or school to prison or school to military pipelines. 
Yeah, but you know, most people weren't really educated on that system until we ended up in the system. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. So, so my only thing is, again, with like it's 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 kind of I understand what Kevin Samuels was doing, but it was kind of bad to compare us to the Asian people because they've got a whole different set of problems. When I was over there, kidnappings were a big thing because these guys in these provinces couldn't get wives. They weren't just kidnapping these women just to you know fuck them and kill them. No. They were kidnapping them because they were getting wives. If you look up this country called Kyrgyzstan, it's mostly like these um, ethnically Chinese, genetically Chinese people. And these women, by the time they're 15 or 16, they're getting ready to basically be kidnapped into marriage. They literally are preparing themselves to be kidnapped so that they can get married. Literally. I, I couldn't even make that shit up. Um, Write that name of that country Kurdistan. in the back chat, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, Chuck, it's, because it's, I actually want to Google that. It's north of Iran. It's north of Iran. Real quick, yeah, hold on, Big J. I'll write it for you. I'll write it for you. But the name of the country is Kyrgyzstan. They okay. even have a video. If you ever get a chance, look on YouTube. But they have a video about uh, child bride kidnappings in Kyrgyzstan. Mm. Okay. Yeah, okay. shit's crazy. Thank you so much right. for that. Um, shout out to Mr. Research. He says, love these precious pick publicly loving black men. Um, <laughs> Thank you, they are definitely, definitely worthy, honey. We worthy. So um, next, let me see. Um, we had actually had Mr. Research up here first and then Big J. Mr. Research, what are your thoughts? So there's a couple of things. Um, you know, this is why, you know, when I come on the show, Sometimes, you know, um, people got different opinions. And, and one, one part of the show is to have a discussion. But what ends up happening sometimes, just like your situation with the other YouTuber is, people speak out of turn and they make things personal. And then it's no longer a discussion. It's a person trying to control another person, unprovoked. I don't know what's happened between you and the other YouTuber, but if I was to take your story for face value, what, why, why would a person come out of their throat and do X, Y, Z? These are only discussions. These are only, but that's the problem with black folks on the internet. We're very yep. undisciplined. We are, we, we, we are very undisciplined. Mm -hmm. We are very uh, uh, savage. I'm doing this series now called That's Not Black Pride, pointing out that in the age of the internet with crypto and Bitcoin, we still have childish black folks doing 1980 and 1937 type of things. It's, it's ridiculous. But then when we check them, then all of a sudden that's a black person too. You shouldn't be doing that. Somebody brought up about China. I just wanted to add, add my thought on, on the China thing real quick. China, I, I believe in, in, in my reading, what I've read, is that they lifted their ban once they got those Africa deals because China's thing is to breed out Africa. They got something going on with the horn of Africa right now as we speak. It is my belief that they're just trying to breed out at this point before when they didn't have really no other place to go and you know, COVID done wiped out. You know, Now they got this big old Africa and the smiling African, he's, he's, he's you know, who he is, and uh, the Chinese are going to do what they're going to do. And then people ain't going to realize it until Chinese people are controlling some of the African countries saying, I'm African too, I'm African born. 
but he has his allegiance to China. My last part is that, uh, based on what you guys talked about with Kev with the leftovers, you know, some some I said to Kev a long time ago, man, what, before he even got got popular. Uh, if you do things for the sake of your show, then it's no longer the, uh, uh, a discussion. So sometimes I believe Kev would say certain things that were show related and wasn't necessarily things that he could defend in a, in a, in a true intellectual discussion. I think it might've been something that leads to another discussion or leads to another show. So sometimes I would hear him say stuff and be like, eh, you can't really, really rock that. The whole leftover thing, you know, it's, it's, it's perspective at the end of the day. And uh, I share the mic on that. All right. Um, Thank you so much, Mr. Research. Yeah. Um, next we'll have Big J. Big J, what are your thoughts? I believe that the, when it comes to, leftovers i don't think nobody is left over um it per se because everybody have have their uh, humanity however um a lot of this have to do with men uh can't cope with women being more educated than they are so men gonna have to blame yourselves listen if y'all are complaining about women being over educated then why won't you educate yourself you know, and, and it's, it's, it's a fact. I mean, I mean, that's all you hear in this so-called chitlin circuit of YouTube. That's all what you hear in that, you know, what you call the so-called black manosphere, which is a bunch of whiny crybaby fest, fested <laughs> of, of bitch made niggas. So um, <clears throat> it is what it is. If you if you really want to solve the problem, you know, I'm saying something. Women only respect men if you project power. You know, call a woman fat online. What's that going to do? nothing just make you look stupid let me tell you something and i'm gonna be i'll be as offensive as possible first of all black men are dumb black women are goofy i'm, I'm gonna tell it like this yeah yeah esb i said what i said yeah i want to police things because like y'all say things out of pocket too damn too too damn much not not realizing that it's the future you should be worried about not what not what your what your baby mom did back back in 2002 just saying. So as for uh, so as for, for Kevin Samuel saying that, I, I think that what he said is 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 very in error. And, and speaking about the Chinese thing for a minute, uh, Chinese, you, you know, you cannot. Uh, it is very unwise to compare ourselves with China or the Chinese when China have have two centuries, three centuries of being um, quote unquote conquered and they they just unconquered them themselves recently since 1945. So, you know, I, I wish we stopped uh, comparing ourselves to somebody else's highlight reel. That's all I got to say. Thank you, Big J. Um, definitely a different opinion than what we've heard thus far on the panel. Um, but thank you nonetheless for your contribution. Uh, China White, uh, what you got on the topic, sis? Well, when I came in, I heard um, Big Chuck talking. And he was talking about leftovers. Um, 
I didn't listen to like I was I didn't rewind the live stream, but I heard what he was saying. There's a couple of things I wanted to say. Um, number one, women are not dying alone. Okay, and there's always somebody out there to get a woman that wants a woman. Um, do I believe that women are leftovers? No, because men don't believe that. They just say it. Um, and see, I'm a very balanced person. I can actually read between the lines on the men's side and on the woman's side. A lot of things I hear from men is more so shaming. It's trying to get women into fear so they can be choosed on because women are not choosing them. So it's like more so of a fear. It's like if you don't get a man now, if you don't do this, then, you know, you're going to die alone when women are not really dying alone. I mean, if she's not married, she's still sleeping with somebody or laying with somebody or going out with somebody or chilling with somebody or dating somebody. Majority of those women you've seen calling Karen Samuel's show, a lot of those women just wanted to be seen. Because a lot of women I seen on his show was very attractive. What's considered fat and overweight on his scale is different for many men. So it's like, so China, you don't believe that because like from what I've seen, a lot of the women would call and they would be, you know, single or calling for relationship advice or why they can't keep a man. You don't believe that those were their real reasons for calling. You think they were just seeking some sort of external validation? Right. Um, I think a lot of those women that was calling in wanted some attention. A lot of those women, because like today, I believe I feel that women don't want to be married, actually want to be married. Because if women did want to be married, they'll do what they have to do to get a husband. A lot of women don't want to be married. They like the idea of it. So calling in Carrie Samuel's show is getting them shine, you know, attention. They don't really care because it's a, it's, it's a list of men hitting up their DMs, wanting to take them out, wanting to spend money on them. They're so not you don't really think concerned. they want the, the security that a marriage provides, like knowing that they're protected out in this world, especially with so many crazies running around that despite the fact that they may have options as it relates to who they can hook up with or, you know, somebody who might buy them a bag every once in a while or whatever, but like actually having that security, a man in the home, having that leadership guidance, someone who is going to lay down their life for you. You don't think that most women desire that? Well, that's old standards. I mean, yeah. we're, it's 2022. I mean, those standards apply back in the 70s and the 60s because you was shone upon if you didn't have a husband. Today, you're not shone upon. I mean, yeah, you basically can live in your house. Like, listen, you can live in your house with a nine millimeter. If you want a man to spend the night with you, you basically can call a man. He will come and spend a night with you if you want a man yeah. to live with you. So those same rules don't apply today. I think I, I agree that a, a lot of that is traditional old school standards, but as it relates to like protection, we see more women today complaining about not having protection and more women being attacked. Like I live in Atlanta. It's always something going down. Like literally a woman just went to the gas station the other day. This man pulls in front of her and box her boxes her in and making obscene comments about her body and this, that, and the other. So it's literally always something happening and women seem like, I don't know if men getting bolder or more crazy or if it's just social media so we're able to hear about it a lot more but women seem to be more at risk now than ever i i believe that the women that are saying that they're not protected they are active women in the street i don't hear women that stays home go to work 
go to school mm. and screening for protection. It's majority of women that, you know, is living mm -hmm. that street life that mm -hmm. wants protection. Mm. I think China um, brought about some interesting points, um, especially with the women calling into Kevin's show, um, because Carlin and I have had like a lot of discussions about this. Um, were they really calling in for love and to actually do the work to actually, you know, be able to get a husband, but wanting his validation? And I do think that a lot of women did call in for his validation, but at the same token, when I go to the hair salon, when I go out to eat, when I go to different outings and I'm talking to women that are single, a lot of women that I've come into contact with, especially the older ones, do want to be married. I think there may be something generational going on between the younger generation. The younger younger generation don't seem as concerned, but women are that are in their 40s or so, yeah. most of them do want to be married. The ones that I've come across at least in my life. Yep. They well, think about women in their 20s. You think you're invincible. You think you have forever. I think about when I was in my 20s, baby. I wasn't even thinking about, you know, becoming middle age. Like I'm like I got a lot more life to live and we know first off black women get married later in life so as it relates to people saying that black women are leftovers if they're not married by 30 or 35 like that is statistics show that we get when we do marry we marry later in life in our mid-30s so that's typical for black women but despite that like when you're young you think and, and then there's a promotion of this you know yolo lifestyle vacation and being single not being attached to anyone not having kids and i think that by the time you reach about 40 or near Nearing 40, your mindset starts to change. You start to like, you know, club and baby, I got to take a nap before I go to a club. And who wants to be out to three in the morning and go to oh. after hours spots and all the things? So, you know, things change. Well, you know what, guys, keep in mind, you if you want to mention the statistics, keep in mind, there's more women than there are men. There's more men that are married than there are women that are married. Because for every five or six women who want to live that free lifestyle, there's at least one or two women out there who don't and they mm -hmm. want a man and they're going to get that man to marry them and they're going to get married. So the bottom line is, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of women out there. See, you know, it's funny. You're talking about the protection aspect. Yo, listen, if you need protection, you get on the phone, you dial 911. You don't necessarily need to be shooting. 911 is not protective. They come it, after they the come after the fact. Hey, I, I agree that, with that, I, but I have nothing them, to do with that. That's their most of them. The government is their level of protection. Yep, but that's all they get. My thing is, a lot of them notice how these women's social medias get real quiet on Valentine's Day. They've posted all this shit and then come Valentine's Day. Hold on, big truckers. Hold on, big trucks. Quiet. Big truckers, you, you, you forgot they came up with Galentine's Day. Well, Galentine's, well, Day's oh, Galentine's Day. Listen, I've seen that Galentine's Day thing when I go out with my girlfriend and they're looking at us because they're like, oh, shit. You know, you know, she oh, she got herself a date. And this, that, they want they want to catch your girl in the bathroom and get you but, at the table. But let me let me also say this. Yes, women can get the money. You got I live in a place where the average woman I work with makes over $100,000. But guess what? I live in New York City. $100,000 ain't enough. So the thing you got to be making like two or something like that just to make sure that you live comfortably. But what I really believe is that a lot of these women, especially these ones that were calling Kevin Samuel's show, they said it themselves. How do I get a high value man? They said it themselves. They said, how do I get a high value man? Because yeah, how do it's I get easy a trick? for them. To, 
It's easy for them to call up Pookie or Ray Ray and come over and fuck them. How do but I get a trick? Not easy. It's not easy to get a man to take you to Maldives. It's not easy to get a man to take you to Bora Bora. It's not easy to get a man who's bringing you heart and candy and all that stuff for Valentine's Day. It's not easy to get a man who's there with you, with your family. Your family recognizes him, and he's there all the time, not getting back to his other booty call. See, that's the issue. When most of these women are going to work, and they're seeing all these white women and these Hispanic women and these Jewish women coming in with their rings on their finger, and they're taking off maternity leave. Oh, I ain't got to worry about maternity. My husband works. That's what they're talking about. And as for this dying alone thing, keep in mind, if your name, for instance, during COVID, if your name wasn't, uh, what was it, a, a family member or direct uh, executor of the state, you couldn't even get in that hospital room when she's on the ventilator. You couldn't even yeah. get in that room. And no. that's one of the reasons why, I'll just stop right no, here, but that's one of the reasons why gays LGBT has been fighting so much for marriage rights because of the same exact thing. They can't get the health care from their husband. They can't get the instantaneous transfer of wealth. Yeah. If something happened, Kevin Samuels died. His mom starts uh, only, uh, what was it called? Not only. Don't his me. mom starts that was fake, man. Because that was no fake. matter how much money Kevin Samuels had, his mom does not have instantaneous access to that money. So the thing about so it you is believe that was real. When hold on, yeah, hold on, because I don't want to go now, down he been that talking, Yeah, he's been talking for a long time. He no, jumped no, in no, front no, of me no, and everything. We got it, we got it. Okay. Um, thank God. you. Uh, Big Truck. Don't worry uh, about it, homie. Big Truck, we're going to uh, want make sure that China was able to get out of all of sure, her commentary, okay. and then we'll move on so we can get everyone on the panel in. My um, I don't oh, even know who that was. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, China White, did you have anything else to add? Yeah, I wanted to say this before I get down. Big, this is what I noticed what men do. Men will shame women because they don't have a high value man. But when a woman look at you like you a paycheck, that's when you want to say, you don't love me for me, but you ashamed a woman for not having a high value man. A woman that wants a man to take her on a trip. Oh, you, you know, a lot of these women, they want a man to take them on a trip. They want a man to get them a nice car or get a nice house. So which one is it? Do you want her to look at you as a paycheck? Because if you want a woman to look at you as a paycheck, I, I'm quite sure I can pull up 20 women that can look at you as a paycheck. And then, like, you guys use that to shame a woman into submission. But when a woman looks at you like a paycheck, it's a problem. So mm -hmm. that's the problem I have when men are always trying to describe, oh, a lot of these women, they want a high-value man. They want to take a trip. They want to live in a fancy house. They want to live in a, in, a, in, a, in a nice, I have a nice car. But when a woman view you in that light it's a problem so i'm trying mm -hmm. to figure out which one do you want do you want a gold digger or do you want somebody to love for you because when you try to shame a woman you should say a woman wants a man for protection guidance um a teacher a leader that's not how men describe themselves you describe yourself based on your paycheck so when a woman look at you based on your paycheck i don't want to hear anything yeah um 
thank you, China. That's that's actually a good point. I've actually been thinking about that recently, just kind of like the hypocrisy or like seeing men who literally have said that women need to, black women need to raise their standards and stop dating Pookies and Ray Rays. And now when women have raised their standards to uh, standards that, you know, they don't reach, like some men take offense to that. Um, but I do think that you pose a fair question. Like, what do you want a woman who is essentially after your pockets or, you know, someone who wants you for you. Um, I think that that's very fair. Yeah, um, that was a good point. Yeah. Um, shout out to the Haitian. He says, how much I got to pay to get the simp off the panel? Oh, wow. Um, thank you, the Haitian. So we, disrespectful. we appreciate the support. <laughs> and Danny, we got that? one more. Oh, Wait sorry. a minute. Uh, shout out to my brother, L. Nixon. Hey, bro. He says, the issue with being overeducated is that one school only prepares you to be a worker. There are a lot of people with degrees that don't use to work at the job jobs they could have got without mm -hmm. degrees to pay loans they can't afford facts. um that is huge facts and it's so true because i know so many people who have degrees in fields that they're not even working in so yeah i, I work in a field that I gotta, I yeah my degrees in the field that i don't work in and i didn't even need a degree for the field that i work in so yeah <laughs> i feel that um okay. who was next was it kp Can I go yes all right, all right, all right. Yo, to piggyback off of what Big Trucker said about the uh, ABC people, it's funny to me that the people that are most aligned to the ABC people are the people that claim they don't want to get married, which seems to me is most liberal black women. So that's pretty odd to me. Um, it's really dysfunctional. It's really disheartening. And another thing with it is I keep hearing a lot of our women talk about building wealth, and I know that you two women are married. So y'all know that y'all husbands bring X amount of dollars to the table and y'all combine their income and you can make better moves. Well, it seems Absolutely. to me that women in our community generally, not all, but they don't understand that concept of putting those two credit scores together or putting those two options together where you can go buy this and then somebody else can go buy this and they name. They have no concept of that. And it just like seems like it doesn't exist in the mindset of people from the thought process of the gynocracy. It's just like they don't get it. They don't want to get it. And then they're looking at you and your family operate a certain way, go on trips and go do these things. And then they're wondering why they can't do them. But yet still, they're shaming you for being with somebody and following somebody's leadership and, and the way that they protect you and all those other things. Is that what you guys are seeing? Because that's kind of what I see in my personal life. Um, I, I, I definitely, I, I, I guess for me, my experience, the really and truly only place that I come into any kind of questioning or problems is here on YouTube. And, you know, people will always try to invalidate your experience or act like you don't have enough experience to speak on a certain given thing or that they are entitled to whatever it is that you has, have as if you are standing in the way or stopping them from attaining what it is that you have. But like outside of YouTube, I don't encounter any kind of, you know, um, issues with people, you know, um, speaking jealous, I guess, of what I have. Okay. Um, another thing real quick before I, uh, before I let it go, I'm going to pass the mic. I noticed this too. I work for a company. It's a pretty big company. And 
a couple of guys came to work for our company, which we don't have to have degrees to make pretty good money, close to 100000 or so, right? So these guys come in double degreed up, one in psychology, one in economics. And I'm like, dude, you went to school to get the degree for that. And how much do you still owe on that? And these are men that, that you know, went and got these degrees. So when I hear people talk about degrees, it's just kind of laughable to me because a lot of people have degrees in, in fields that don't pay over 40 grand. So it, it's really it's really a, a non-starter for me. If, if, if the degree doesn't make you X amount of dollars, it's really a waste of time in my point yeah. of view. I agree. From what I've seen in the industry in which I work in, which is the finance degree, I mean, finance industry, essentially, um, I my specific degree is not in my field. But like for promotions, you do have to have a degree. It doesn't have to be in the field of finance, but you do have to have a degree. So I guess there is some benefit to having it. And I've seen other um I've seen uh, other companies or within um, my realm that kind of have the same applicable policies that in order to be promoted above a certain level that you do have to have some sort of degree. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, It was created. um, They kind of started that in the 80s to start blocking people who came from the unions to Mm -hmm. uh, block them from ascending to higher positions. Um, some sense. of it is kind of backwards because in some of the roles that they require you to have a degree, you can have a degree in, you know, I don't know, anything under the sun and it not be relevant to the uh, field of finance and um, you can get promoted, but they'll look over someone who has 12 years of experience in the field. And it's kind of like, wait, what? It don't, don't That's why it. I said it, it, it will they, they started that to block people. So yeah. there, there is no rhyme or reason why they do it because I've even made that thing. That, that same conversation, uh, I'm on a corporate level. And I say, why are we blocking people who have documented uh, uh, years of experience over people who just got out of, out of, out of DeVry? Makes no sense. Mm-hmm. I agree. Agree wholeheartedly. Thank you. So real quick, Javon says, big truck, if you are divested, why do you care if Black women are dying alone? Okay, I'll ask. I'll answer that question. Well, it's it's very simple. It's because despite being divested, I can't move far enough away from you people to keep your <laughs> damn kids from <laughs> fucking rims off of my car. I can't move far enough away from y'all so that y'all aren't asking me to do shit for you because you don't have a son and you don't have a fucking <laughs> husband to help you do shit. I got I got a couple of them on the line trying to get me to help them refinance their houses and their cars. So if you're asking me why, I'll tell you just like that. It's like until I have enough to just move out of this country and let y'all burn over here with Biden, it's mm-hmm. like I'm stuck. I'm, I'm a little stuck right now. But anyway, but anyway Thank you. um, you're welcome. Yes, you're welcome. Well, 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 thank well, you well, 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 Hold on, BJ. Well, uh, real quick. So B said they've done all kinds of studies for decades that quantify how degreed people out earn non-degreed people, but people keep want to want to keep saying that degrees aren't as important. I think that we're in a new era. Like we're in the gig economy. Like most tech positions literally don't require a degree or a certification, and you're going to be making three times as much as someone who went to school for four to six years and obtained a degree. So I think well, teach, that we to be will a teacher, see, right? 
we'll see different trends in the next coming years because I'm seeing a lot of people with no degree and not even a ton of work experience land um, careers or land jobs and fields where they're making pretty good money. So I'll be interested to see how that plays out. Big J, what were you saying? I'm sorry, real quick well, before we move well, on. Well, I, I got to ask Big Trucker then. So, so you're telling me that that you don't want your car to be touched on by black women, right? So why are you around these black women? Uh -uh. Why are you? He didn't say that, bro. Around? Hey, allow me to talk, nigga. Now, Big J, you're misconstruing what he said, but go ahead. No, 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 because the thing, thing with Big Truck trying to do, he's talking. It's all cap. Because how, if you if you with somebody else, why are you worry about worry about that black bitch? Okay, Big J, we're gonna let him answer quickly, but we gotta get Kenshawn in here because he's waiting to speak. Is, hold on. And the thing is, you want to you want to uh, shame, blame, and explain. How is blame, shame, and explain? How is that going to solve things for 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 black boys in twenty thirty? Well, you well, we only allowing one question, Big J. So you throwing in another question, Big Truck. If you want to respond to any oh, of that before we, no, 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 Big J. We got people who haven't had an opportunity to speak. We got to get them in, and then we'll come back and you can ask questions. No, okay, we're not talking about Big Truck. We're talking about other people, Big J. Big J, we're talking about other people on the panel who haven't had an opportunity to speak. So I'll let him quickly respond to what you said. But Big Truck have been talking all this. I understand, but we have to move the panel along. It's people on the panel who haven't spoken. Big Truck, do you want to respond to any of that? Well, well, no. I was just gonna say I was gonna tell him to relinquish because you got to respect the panel. It's C Rose and it's Sister George in charge. That's number one. Um, so that was all I was going to say to uh, respond to what else? The last question? Any of what he said regarding why you care. I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even know what he said. Cause he's explain blame and, sh and shame. How is, how was SBE? How, how SBB is going to benefit black boys in 2030, 2040. That's what I asked. How is SBE going to benefit black boys? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, don't ask for clarity. Just answer, Big Truck. I'll just say it's it's probably not. Your boys are going to end up just like these Chinese males who can't get wives. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> Unless they save themselves, black men. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, Ken Sean, what do you have to add to the conversation? Hey, how y'all doing? Pretty I good. Just, um, I I just want to um say I I think. We're missing a big um, creation here, taking, you know, in the last 72, 96 hours. Um, and it was all, I mean, they were always here, the incel male, but the creation and the bloom of the incel female. It's mm -hmm. here, ladies and gentlemen, and it's here rampant. Uh, you know, we can, we can go down the symptoms of this, right? Either you're traumatized, petrified, is hit dogs don't holler or some some of the sort what we're finding <clears throat> though is that women who want boys to be dead or don't want to, nothing to have nothing to do with black boys or even who you know want the right to you know erase black boys from the embryo and, and <clears throat> the anger that we're seeing towards um mr samuels no man, I've never heard of no man for four years, and I'm I'm one of those men who called this show uh, two and a half years ago, and 
no man threaten them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat. What are you talking about? I can't do this. He, he right now, I have $150 of shampoo cleansing agents in my bathroom. <clears throat> I bathe, I wipe my butt with Lysol wipes because of Mr. Samuels. When he asked the size of penis and, and the men's entitlement, and he berated us because we are entitled, no man threatened him or wanted him dead or felt like, oh, he's telling me what I can't do. But what we're seeing is the incel growth of women here. Because I'm telling you, four years of him berating us, you're too fat, you're not working 60 hours. We're hearing it now. And, and, and I'm gonna be honest, it's futile. It's, it, because women, they're, they're, they're still gonna think that you gotta hear their side. And it, it, for one and a half year, this man spoke to women. And the four years, no one bats an eye. Men cried on his show. No one bat an eye. No one defended black men when he cried on that show. But do you think that the difference is, is that men are probably used to being more denigrated in the media than black women ever have? I think that the day and age that we're in right now, women have never heard men talk to us like this or to have um, negative opinions on us out in public. Thank you. Th outside thank you for helping my music. point. Yeah. So what you have is a bunch of incel women created just by their anger being unleashed. When you have incel male inward anger unleashed, they normally hit people. But women just be savage and petty, right? And so what we've seen the last 96 hours is a creation that we can't, un we can't unpack, unfold, or deter. And it, I'm sorry, this is how they felt anyway. This is how they felt a long time ago. And I'm telling you, this is not about whether I like black women or not. This is scary because if most women feel that way anyway and before he died and then they unleashed it, now we know there is a whole heap of incel black women. And so I'm sorry it's that say, way. So what would you say to women who will talk about the violence that's been committed against women? Um, that has nothing to do with this show? That has nothing to see. That's what we try to do. We equate the the things that has nothing to do. He brought the conversation of how should we get union, which is marriage. And to the last lady who was on the panel, you, my grandmother said this before, Kevin, you, are, can you keep that man? And are they marrying you? You can switch up men all you want and they can have sex with you, but are you keeping them? And are they marrying you? So this, as I'm, it's not about the femicide 5.5 hours. That's nothing to do with Kevin. We're, what um, we're talking about is a true creation of, of, of a, a society situation with the incel growth of females who, who are brazen, really. Well, I, I brought about that point because it's been said that um, Kevin has uh, created a, a 
a certain sector of incels that are creating violence against women, which is why I brought about that point. I, I get what you're saying, but that's been brought up um, numerous times. And when you go to these channels that are trying to uh, quote unquote dance on this man's grave, um, that's one of the talking points that they brought about. And I was wondering what you're And women have four it. years to go to our defense because men cried on that show for four years about Do him berating us as derogatory to you guys as he was to women that tells me most of the women didn't watch if i have to i, I mean you just have to watch because okay. that means you didn't watch and, and, and it's sad because you don't know how men felt in it and we didn't feel like bashing him after he held us accountable for being entitled how the hell can you be twenty five thousand dollars and want a woman who's either a seven or above, sir, you gotta be out of your damn mind. And that kind of talk would make a mind wanna hit Kevin in public, did we? Did we go online about it? Did we go on Fox Soul about it? Really? It, it's sad the incel women um, have just, uh, they've launched, they've launched their, uh, their feelings. Okay, okay. Well, thank you so much, Ken Sean. Um, KP from KC5, what are your... Oh, he already... Uh, we yeah, had, he, we, I'm sorry. Oh, he said he had had a question. I'm sorry. I had a question because I seen a story the other day. I think it was a former NBA player, Adrian Payne. I don't know if y'all heard about this story. Um, no. It seems to be he had a girlfriend. You know, just put, your, put this in y'all perspective as wives. Would y'all allow y'all husbands to possibly go defend another woman in the middle of the night? um it, it now if it is um something that he feels that he has to do um it's not a necessary thing of allow my husband's a man i don't get to allow him to do anything um either i accept his decision or i don't um but if it was some random woman i doubt if my husband would put himself in harm's way for a random woman but if it's somebody that he feels like he needs to go defend, I'm going to fully support him if that's what he feels like he needs to do. Yeah, I asked that question because the guy, I guess he did it for his his girlfriend's friend because he used to play in the NBA and he got killed. And um, I, I typically see that as a as a thing that people believe that we should do in the black community, especially for men that are stable and and that that provide protection for people that they lead it, i i kind of see that as a thing that people put on men that are stable in mind and stable in, in spirit and in their thought processes i kind of see that in our community as something that people try to poke at us for the men that are married and what and what like i may have missed some context you said you see that they try to do what okay what i'm saying is that did it sound go out yeah, yeah, I, think it's turning. yeah, yeah. I can hear you now okay okay uh let's say if something happens to somebody in your family or whatnot they will try to draw you in to their situation and instead of them calling the police they would draw you into that situation which they shouldn't because they should have just called the police if that's the situation that they're in because they're still in the relationship with that person. Usually, 
usually people in our family dynamics are in relationship. If they're in a relationship with somebody that's negative or somebody that they having fights with, they, you know, having a lot of domestic issues or whatnot, instead of them calling the police, they'll call somebody in the family to come. I got you. I got you. Um, typically, we're not going to get involved in anybody else's um, family or relationship dynamics because um, we've seen a lot of situations to where the woman ends up back with a man on average. On average, I think it takes a woman like five times before she's completely done with um, an abusive relationship. And the thing that you can do is try to go and help remove her from that situation. But nobody's jumping in the middle of fights and shootouts and shit. To um, be completely honest, it's dangerous to even go remove her. We've, we're seeing a growing, mm. uh, growing um, uh, area in where uh, people who get involved, even neighbors or strangers trying to help aid someone. That's why people yeah. don't realize when you're in those domestic violence situations, everybody you love is at risk and even strangers, your children, everybody. So literally, if not for yourself, for your children's sake, it behooves you at the first red flag to get up out of there. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, I, I, I told, you know, it, it, it's like this at the end of the day. Women know where the safe guys are. Women know where the boring guys are. Women know where the rocking chair guys are. The problem is women, some of them, 80%, have decided they're not exciting enough. So they want to go where the dangerous dudes are, where the a work with me brothers are. And guess what? Majority of the men, and I've said this years ago, when we start start ignoring women like the Arabs do, ignoring women like most of the Asians do, when we stop focusing on our son first and our daughter second or vice versa, whichever way you want to do, when we start doing that and stop really caring about women like that, women will have the epiphany and they'll say, you know what? We're being ignored. And other women who love men are coming first in those guys' lives now. Yeah, It'll be all over with. I saw this happen in France. I saw this happen in England, 1993. But you have to take into Can consideration I? um the culture. And then we got to get mahogany and I'm going to just respond to this. You have to take into consideration the hey. culture. I think we have the most single mothers that we've ever had in our society, right? And being the fact that we have a lot of single mothers, you have to think about who is raising the children and how we are raising our children. We are raising our sons to worship a certain type of culture. We're raising our sons to worship us. And when you have a culture like that, um, and considering how many simps will come and rescue a woman, I damn near think it's impossible. Like I damn near think it's impossible because everybody um, is teaching men and children to worship women. Um, our boys are being taught to run behind women. Our boys are taught that whole culture is is fine. There's nothing wrong with whole culture. Sexuality is fluid. Do whatever you want to do. Do what you want to do. There are no consequences to it. And I think when you have a society that... Um, engages in all of that and then our children are involved in that society we also take have to take into consideration on um what that result is going to be and what that end result is going to be and when i say that black women are using war tactics um and strategies um people don't believe me but 
start noticing the culture and noticing um, what the boys are being taught, um, understanding how the emasculation of men is at an all time high and women are directly behind that. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, I wanted to uh, reply oh. Oh, behind, um, after Mahogany, please. Okay. Mahogany, welcome. Hey, hey, everybody. Thank you. Um, I won't be long. I, hey, I appreciate you guys letting me up. Um, I'm going to try and be real quick. I'm actually in the car, so I'll be real fast. Uh, I wanted to speak on, to me, with this Kevin Samuels thing, it's shining a light on the issue of women. The issue of women not having respect for other women. You said it perfectly, Sister George, when you say it, when you said, you know, the funny thing is these are the same women that are saying that they are um, protecting black women. They're uh, defending black women. But in the meantime, the whole while they're dragging another black woman. And the thing is, you know what? At one point, because I didn't see it. Um, at one point, I didn't understand what was going on. Um, because everybody knows it happened to me. But when I, when you, when you can sit over there and listen to to just pure filth from one woman to another woman, like you said, for one woman who is married or who, whether she had been married or not, to kind of disparage a, a newlywed woman, it, it's insane to me. But you know what? I'm not surprised because this is the same person that disparaged. Uh, my womb and talked about, you know, yep. me not being able to have children. And I, oh, no. see, this is the, and let me, let me tell you something, y'all. If it wasn't for that moment, I think I would have still been blind. It had, you know, it's a sad thing, but it had to happen to me. And when it happened to me, I was like, I was astonished because I would have never have thought that anybody, any human being would have stooped so low. So now that I can look back, right at hindsight, now that I can look back on the situation, I, I wish I could say I'm surprised that there were women all over YouTube celebrating. I'm not surprised because I've seen it all. I will say this. If you're indifferent, that's fine. Be indifferent. I personally am just a respectful person. I was brought up that you respect the dead. It doesn't matter who it is. You respect the life that they live. Yep. Nobody's perfect. And for people to come into my comment section and, and talk about, well, what about the lives that this person affected? Well, let, let, let's get one thing straight. Let's get a couple of things straight. You hypocrites. Not first and foremost, he can't affect your life if you weren't over there listening to it. If you yes. don't believe, I don't listen to anything that I don't believe in, right? So I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't believe that I'm gonna die alone with cats. I just don't believe that. Okay, so you're, you're people can only have control over you if you give them control. Um, in concrete, you said it. You said you tend not to go to spaces where you just where you feel the negativity, and I'm the same way. Now I'm gonna be honest. I I only know of, I've never watched the Kevin Samuel show. I got to be 100% honest with you. So I I don't have any bad words for for him other than the things I found out about his content through other people, other people that watched him. Um, but I never fixated on it because, like I said. Um, I'm a whole different type of person. Anybody can't just give me advice. You have to be licensed. You have to be credentialed. I have to know for a fact that you are 100% on what you're talking about. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit different in that fact. I don't just listen to anybody on YouTube. Um, I want to touch a few points. 
But my main thing is the hypocrisy of these women talking about, you know, they, they're in the sisterhood and they're defending women, but yet you're you're literally dragging other women just because and all because you disagree with them. See, this is something we could say what we want to say about men. But the men, how many men in this space have totally different talking points, but somehow they're still able to to um, share the same platform like they're still able to have conversations. Why can't we? Why can't we do that? Why do we have to drag people's personal lives into the conversation? Why do you we know, have to go look? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But the whole thing is, is if you are a happy person, if you are happy and you're walking in a state of happiness and your spirit is settled, things that you don't do, you're not coming for anybody's marriage. You're definitely not coming for their womb. When you right. have somebody like that, then it just tells me that you're a very miserable person. You have shit that's going on that's outside of me. I can't be your enemy. You don't know me. We don't know each other personally. Nothing that I've said right. on this internet hasn't been anything that your mama, your daddy, your um, uncles, um, any elder or matriarch or patriarch in your family hasn't said to you once upon a time. A lot of things that we say sometimes is hard to hear. Don't get me wrong, but... Um, we're not over here advocating for violence against women. We do try to have a honest and honest, uh, honest discussion about issues that we've never been able to talk about. Um, a lot of people have issues with that, but the problem is our community likes to sweep shit under the rug and ignore stuff. And then when shit comes to the forefront, oh my God. And so when she did, when she does, when she do, does that kind of stuff, it's like, um, you want people to take advice from you. You're sitting here telling these women to twerk in a circle when you go back to your husband every night and right. you're giving advice. You're giving advice that your husband would tolerate, but that's not going to be the case for the majority of men. And she knows that. And so right. um, I've lost a lot. I've lost a, a huge amount of respect for her. Like I've lost a huge amount of respect for her. And I never thought that I would be sitting here arguing with somebody that I would have respected as an elder, especially because she had been married for 32 years. And I put some respect on that because that's what I was taught to do. Can I please, I just got one more thing. And then it's about what she just said. And I promise I'll get off. I got to say this. I'm glad you said that, Sister George, because you're not the only one. I think I think that's the appeal. But the, this is the thing. This is what I know to be true. Somebody that grew up, my father passed away, and I grew up um, in a, at times in a very hostile, abusive environment. So I know what I'm talking about. Uh, this goes into the second part of the conversation that y'all were talking about. And this is why I'm talking about there's a lack of respect between women. This is the fact. The fact is that marriage is, it's been proven ultimately to be ideal for bringing up families, but guess what? Everybody shouldn't get married. Everybody's not married material. Shout out to my brother, LAR movement. He said that all men and all women aren't meant to be married. When you look at, when you check out the environment, when you check the temperature out on YouTube, half of these fools, whether they're men or women, would you really want them to be paired up with normal people? They're too toxic. They're too negative. 
the, their marriage would be, you know what I'm saying? It yes, would be a yes. disaster. So they they need to be exactly where they are by them by their goddamn selves. Ooh. And as somebody who, like I said, um, my stepfather, I've talked about this. He didn't like me because I was not his. Um, but I have seen both sides. That's why I'm glad the Most High has blessed me, honey, because I've seen both sides. Um, I've been in a household where, um, you know, certain times I didn't get a present because he he just didn't like me. He had an attitude. My, um, I'm just gonna say it. Um, even my boyfriend's upbringing was was not the best. This is why we kind of um what we had in common in a way. Mm -hmm. His stepfather used to abuse him. Um, not sexually, but like beat him for every little th every little thing he did. So I will say this to women. There are some women that are okay. Like me, I've been by myself a long time. I'm in a relationship, but I'm not married and I'm okay with that. I'm happy. Because let me tell you something. I'd rather be by myself or quote unquote single in the marriage like my mom was where you know, she she was miserable. Her kids weren't being treated right. My auntie was getting her eyes blacked out. Like sometimes it's okay. It's better to be by yourself and be happy and healthy to than to be in a toxic relationship just to say you got somebody. And that's for both men and women. It, so but true. yeah, but at the same time, but at the same time, I'm I'm I've seen it the opposite way too. I'll say that my uncle adopted my cousin, right? And he took, he, the money he spent, not just the money, but the time that he spent with my cousin, my cousin now as a lawyer, thanks to my uncle, he treated him like he was his bloodborne child. So I know that, uh, that you can find somebody that will accept your child the way it is. But my whole thing is women need to respect other women. Some women choose to be uh, fine alone and some women choose to get married. But my thing is don't be desperate in any decision. Be okay with okay. whatever you choose. Be okay with it and stop judging other women because they just because they choose to do something different than what you chose to do. Yep. That's true. That's true. This is where I think this is why I think Mahogany and Sister George still might not understand. The the women knew that they could weaponize your ears. It took you guys a event to realize, but the women knew. The women knew that you wanted to believe in whatever their message was. The I'll trick say is, too. the trick is, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna say that about the guys too, because we have an issue too. But the women have a unique. No, I mean, in issue. terms of believing that until they see it. Okay, I'll go after you. Go, go through events. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, I want to understand what Mr. Research is saying, and Kinshawn, I promise you, after I respond to him, you're next. Um, Mr. Okay. Research, you were saying that women have weaponized our ear and saying that certain situations have had to happen to us for in order for us to see right right so so just like uh with uh white women uh white women understood that women in in our community wanted to be heard women in our community wanted to feel sisterhood and feel womanism in our in the male community that that less likely happens because we understand white guys are the op at the end of the day. And, 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 and that's just what it is. So when you have these fellow black women who have no achievements, as you as you both have said, 
who have no proof of track record, which is what we say in the black male community, then you don't question like most women would question. Hey, why why am I bonded with this person outside of womanism? They, they, they don't have a track record. They got into it with Zaza Ali. They, you even look at the thing that's going on with Woman's Fear and a couple of other people. Well, guess what? Those people were like that at first. You got with those people because you wanted to feel part of something. And, and I'm gonna end on this. As far as the guys, we have some of that too. But guys question a lot first. I guys, agree with you. I agree with you to a certain degree. Um, now, what I will say, if we are trying to have deep conversations and really get down to the bottom of things, um, most black women have been indoctrinated into a certain culture, a certain society and a certain thought process that I don't think that most of us have escaped. Most most women that have grown up in American society are going to have certain aspects of sisterhood. It's what our, our society has taught us from day one. Um, when it came down to a woman like her, it was the fact that she has been married for 32 years and 32 years is still a good track record in anybody's book um, to maintain a marriage or a relationship. As you dive deeper off into um, the things that surround her marriage, um, the facts that surround her marriage and the things, you know, that she's done, um, you know, that does get to be a bit interesting and sort of outside of my element because that's not what has surrounded any of my relationships. Um, but we did have the military in common. Um, we've gone through similar things in the military. So it wasn't that everything that she was talking about, I found to be very dismissive or nonsensical or bullshit. Um, there were some things that I could relate to her on, but at the same token, um, women do need to make a separation on where we vehemently disagree. Mm -hmm. If you're a woman talking about pissing on some man's grave or you have that much yep. disrespect, you don't have any decorum about yourself. You don't um, exude the womanhood that I'm used to. Then I do think there is a cause for a separation and the lines definitely have to be drawn now. I do I definitely get what you're saying that men do question more because men do mm -hmm. question more. And I have an advisor right here. <laughs> My husband is the best advisor. My husband can see shit from a mile away and will call it right at the beginning. And it's not that I will question his judgment, but I am a humanist. I'm a humanist. And I don't believe that we're, we all are perfect. And I try to bridge people together on where we can relate versus where yeah. we can't relate. And, you know, sometimes that, that could be a big problem. But I notice that you do that too. And I have to say, like, you know, for me, if the, there might be certain things that we can relate on, but if you're overall messaging is destructive or problematic for me like i just bow out like i just refuse to give you my support but mainly for me like 
Like I am extremely protective of my energy. There are very few people in this space that I've even clicked with because I'm kind of like, I don't know about this person. If I don't feel an instant vibe and connection with you, then I'm just very picky with who I share my energy with. My energy is sacred and it ain't for everybody. So like for me, if I'm getting bad vibes from you or the energy that like if you your energy is repelling to me and you know we may have certain things that we have in common um but i i will just simply choose to not engage but it's for protection of myself it's almost like a defense mechanism but one that i don't want to get rid of i i think that's a good point and that um it makes you want to be more cautious um i'm you get to to a point where you're almost excited that you didn't reveal too much of yourself to a person mm. or about your mm. personal life to people because people will take that and exploit that for whatever gain to make themselves feel good and it, it and it is a toxic environment so i definitely agree there well, I'm, I'm going to have to dis disagree here because Big hold G, on we can we can hardly hear you too. Uh, we were we actually wanted to do closing comments, but I know Ken Sean was waiting to speak before yeah. that, really quick, and he's been waiting for a minute. So, Big J, let's get Ken Sean in real quick, and then we're coming straight back to you. Go ahead, Ken Sean. Yeah, I, I just wanted to say, um, with a, if you're union up and if you're married, right, in terms of where you can where you can be um, financially, whether you believe in fifty fifty or not even though for the last what odd years women are able to work but an ira or a rra and you can look them up a b31 or a 401k that you can invest uh six thousand dollars in and it you can hold that um actually for 25 to and years and up and that can impregnate and give you generational wealth together married as opposed to being single with your own ira and your own 401k you can make exponential wealth uh if you're married up uh this, so this this is something that certainly um you know if i make uh 30k and no you're not settling for a plumber and you make 30k we can still put six thousand dollars on an ira and an rra and we can have um, generational wealth once we stick together and we, our kids will never have to go through basically what we did. But many, um, many young single people, uh, millennials and, and Gen X, don't see it like that. Individualism has made all, all of us uh, to be capitalists. I capitalize on what you're lacking and yep. this goes right into Mr. Samuels. His he capitalized of the entertainment aspects. He looked at the YouTube analytics, which gets me to to these men. Um, any man that can jump into a comment and laugh at what he's how he's doing the uh, woof woof and the big Shirley but do 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 and all of that stuff. If you have time to go in the comments and laugh, you're no worse than these women. And um, you know better than these women who are doing what they're doing now after Mr. Samuel's death. So uh, get out of here with that. And and Mr. Samuel will tell you yourself if you're classless and you know and you don't have any kind of class, then you're not going to get with any kind of woman. You're going to get the woman that you 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 are. You're going to attract who you are. So those millions of men 
for these past year and a half laughing at those women in, in his membership co subscription comments in those live streams. You guys, if that's the time you take to, you know what I mean? Just to go in there and do that, it tells you that if these women want those men, then that's a problem with itself. So we have a big problem out here um, on both sides. And, and that's my finishing comments. I appreciate it, Sister George and C. Rose. Uh, you guys take care, gentlemen. Thank you, Kenshawn. Definitely appreciate your commentary and contribution to the conversation. Some very interesting things that you said in relation to the men who find humor in and, you know, um, find it humorous and, and actually find enjoyment in, you know, some of the negative comments or tearing down of, you know, black women and the comparison to that of those who are celebrating the death of Kevin Samuel. So very interesting point. Thank you again for joining us. We certainly appreciate you. Um, Big J, what you got? I, have to, I, I really have to disagree with this premise that men question themselves because you see people who have a, a red carpet treatment for people who done something who's touching on little children people who have red carpet treatment and celebration parties for dudes who pimped out 14 year olds um i'm just trying to figure out where, where this question thing at because i see that i see people like that being celebrated in this chitlin circuit of youtube and um i disagree with this with the premise that men question themselves because they've made heroes out of these certain individuals over here and I'm, I'm done i'm out well all right um thank, thank you big j uh thank you for your commentary uh although it differed from though most of those on the panel we appreciate you for being authentically who you are and uh thank you for contributing to the conversation Mr. Research, what are your final thoughts? Well, my final thoughts, uh, I was having my mother listen to you guys uh, talk. It, it was an interesting thing hearing her, hearing an 80-year-old 80, 80 woman's thought process on what y'all talking about. Oh, you should have warned us. <laughs> what did, what did she think I about she me? Listen to the big beginning of the show, Jesus Christ. No, 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 no she didn't listen to the beginning. <laughs> Thank so, God. you know what? I, I'll just say this. You know what? Uh, this is what I said to you ladies in the beginning. Thank you for trying to have intellectual conversation. Our community, unfortunately, sometimes uh, we want what we want. And, 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 you know, sometimes it ain't about black pride no more. Sometimes we are just. We, we're, we're just people who are on an island and we want to control what other people do. But that ain't what it's about. Black people got to realize we're starting to be the immigrants now in this country. We're starting to be the people who don't have a second and third language. We're starting to be this, that, and the other. So all this infighting, speaking on stuff and creating fights and arguments, we all getting old. Some famous YouTubers have passed away, probably like three of them this year. And, and, and guess what? The clock is still ticking. So uh, I, I'm glad you guys are having the epiphany and you realizing some things and you coming to understand it. I'm quite sure 2023 will be a great year uh, now that we're experiencing all this in 2022. Thank you for allowing me to speak. 
Thank you so much, Mr. Research. Um, give your love to uh, Miss Mrs. <laughs> Is she like Mrs. Research's mom? Mr. Yeah. Research's mom? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, to Mama Research. There um, you go. There you go, Mama Research. That's a good absolutely. one. I like that. Definitely. And next time, warn us. You can at least drop something in the back chat or something some, so we can make sure you we know, we uh, concrete going, baby, you, you know don't want to come I'm out. Not, I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> big, uh, big truck. What are your final thoughts? Okay, ladies. Thank you. Know it's funny when I heard of this on uh, Baller 2.0. This issue with you and Sugar Bomb. I figured you know you probably come live later. So uh, you know another great topic, and um, I do kind of think we kind of strayed a little bit from your topic. I really think um, <clears throat> the thing that we didn't really talk much about or focus on is really this issue that has to do with leftover women being created specifically by them spending all this time getting educated. And that was that was just one thing I really mm. quickly, somebody had said something about, it. oh, you black men are just afraid of educated women. And, I'm, and that's where I'm going to end. If you're in school or if you're going to work, and you're going from a nine to five, or you're in school going from like seven to nine or whatever your hours are, then that means that you're not home for your husband. Your husband, in most of these cultures, he's the one who's going out to work. You're the one who's at home taking care of the kids and whatnot. When they get older, that's when you need something to do. So you go out and you go to work. What we're looking at is just like your man said, individuality. The women are choosing the early bag over family planning and this, that, and other. Your marriage rates are through the floor. You're, as you just said, more single moms than ever. And your divorce rates are higher than ever. If you're picking school and you're picking work over your husband, then you ain't there for your husband or your family. So a high value man ain't gonna change that because he's gonna have the same problem with you that the average value man has. So that's, you know, that's basically it. So I, I just think we just skipped right over your topic and we started talking about all these other things. But yeah. that's the real, if you look at most of these divorces where a man chooses to leave or he's cheating, chances are it's the woman who's not there for him. Chances are. And, you know, sometimes it's the woman be like, oh, yeah, well, you're not there for me. And you're working all these hours and you're not there for me. But for the most part, that's not usually what happened. It's the man who feels that he's, you know, not getting what he's supposed to be getting out of his wife, mm -hmm. you know? And that, that that's basically it. Um, so that you know, thanks a lot again for the topic, and thanks for the, uh, um, uh, you know, the platform and whatnot. And uh, you got you ladies have a good night. I don't know what time it is in your time zone, but it's um, it's like nine twenty nine here. But yeah, okay, y'all have a good East Coast. Yeah. Okay, y'all y'all have a good night and enjoy, and and make sure y'all uh, empty your husbands out. Okay. Oh, good night, Big Truck. You're welcome. Go, go yeah. make sure you get taken care of. Oh, I will. Uh, oh, I will. Good night. <laughs> Have a good one, Big Truck. Thank you for joining us. Baby, I'm, I refuse. Um, 
Javon <laughs> says, every show St. Kevin told Black 304s to die alone. What did y'all really expect? So first off, Javon, if he told Black 304s to die alone, I wouldn't be offended by that because, baby, I'm not a 304. So uh, number one, I expect women who, if the shoe doesn't fit, because I've actually heard Kevin give some pretty sound, solid advice. Um, Everything that he said on his entire show, on every show that he's done, has not been been rude, um, has not been um, negative as it relates to Black women. He actually did give some pretty sound advice. And at times he was very patient with some of the guests that he had on the show. Um, But despite that, um, I don't, if he said, if someone says black holes die alone, I don't, to me, that's not cause for celebrating a man's death. I don't believe that that's cause for celebrating a man's death. You may have a negative opinion of black men. I've heard so many women say black men ain't shit my entire life. Does that mean we should celebrate their death? One person that I thought about that I just saw on um, social media was Shaharazad. Shaharazad was the Kevin Samuels before Kevin Samuels ever Mm. existed. Do you think black women would be celebrating if somebody said Shaharazad passed away? Think about this. If if black men were saying that Maya Angelou (laughs) listen. Yeah. Yeah. If they talked about her past. Right. I mean, and and that's the thing that I I had a hard time um, understanding, because if you talked about black women that have dated out or had a dissenting opinion about black men and Mm -hmm. men were telling her she deserved to die and she deserved death. Um, we tend to get in uproars about these things and we're yeah. noticing these trends on both sides mm-hmm. um, with the Lauren Smith fields guys weren't saying that she didn't she deserved to die like right nobody's reaction that. to women now I, I saw a few not not the not in the same aspect that no, I've seen for Kevin not even nearly not even close same. you're right no, you're absolutely cool. right but we don't want to play this tick for tech game when it comes down to human life Mm -hmm. this is life people are not always going to agree with you if i passed away today and i've been in this youtube community for about four years now do am i gonna deserve to die are you gonna come and disparage my family and my children but all because i had a dissenting opinion Mm mm-hmm um, I, I agree. That's the whole thing. You know, like that, that's the point that we're making. We're not expecting people to shed tears, but at the same time, the celebrating is unnecessary and it's, and it's cruel. It's downright cruel. But, um, I did want to say too, really quickly, uh, regarding big trucks last point. Um, I did bring up the factor of education being a primary point to leftover women. Um, cause I know BJ was saying, you know, um, uh, when BJ brought it up that, you know, whether or not I personally feel as though I fit into the definition that was given by Kevin that I do and I don't um, based on the definition. And I listened to the stream earlier. We were going to play a clip, but we just kind of got so passionate about the beginning, uh, about the first part of the stream. But nonetheless, I thought this was a pretty good stream, despite the fact that we didn't really talk too much about the topic, but you was able to get some things off your chest. I was able to get a little bit off my chest. And as a result, it made for good conversation. And we had some pretty good panelists join us and contribute to. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was a great show. I actually Mm -hmm. enjoyed myself. I hate, uh, you know, um, sometimes we have to use these things as teaching moments and really uh talk about like the nitty-gritty um yeah. she's not a proud hoe 
Um, she doesn't want to be seen as a hoe. She wants to be seen as a respectable woman who is married <laughs> and has been married for 32 years. Mm. Um, when you look at her and you talk to her, that's what she wants to be revered as. She wants to be um, seen as a respectable woman in the community. And when you deal with people, you know, take into consideration the type of shit that they put out versus what they really want to be seen as. She mm -hmm. talks all this whole shit, but she's not really about that life. <laughs> um, bomb, uh, bomb is not Lil Kim. Bomb is a little old lady that need to get somewhere and sit her ass down. That's and that's what it boils down hey. to. And stay the fuck away from my man. Oh, B got mad because I didn't read his little funky comments, so I had to highlight it again. Oh, girl, he ain't get mad. Name a messier person in, in the sphere. Name Bomb. a messier person. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that. He, he the male Bomb. version of... He the male... That's what B stands for. Boy, bomb. <laughs> He's the male, he the male version of bomb. Lord, have mercy. We Baby. <laughs> he said, good show. KS would be proud. Well played, Danny, standing by your high-value man. <laughs> When he got caught creeping, exercising his options, honey. Allegedly creeping, of course. Wink, wink. Um, you know, they said a man... Uh, <laughs> A man is only as good as his options, baby. You Listen, know, man, that's he what got they do. But, she tried to inbox him on the slide, hoping he wouldn't. Listen, <laughs> but you know, I've been educated in this red pill space, so baby, I ain't take the blue pill. I'm real. I'm more red pill than most of you niggas. Mm, um, mm, I know mm, what to do. Mm. Wink, wink. Well, <laughs> pow, pow. Mm -hmm. Um, anywho. You guys have a great, great rest of the week, and we yes. will see you back on the next one. Peace. We out.